I forgot to record it. I always do that shit. There we go. Get your bars off podcast. We back, baby. New Fabio Foreign Bible album out in these streets. Shout out Brooklyn. I stood alone watching the walls of my zone. Now I'm on. That's just how the gates is going. I'm running. The devil took everything he wanted. Ten toes down, I've been a hundred. And every bag I get, I'm going running. Look, cause I've been tripping, falling. I can't give up. No, I ain't slipping. I'm falling. I can't be us. Oh, play that air horn. This is why I had to start with this song, man, because I know we was having our discussion before and about, you know what I'm saying, lyrics and all of that such when it comes to certain artists and such. But I wanted to play that song because it's like sometimes it's not about, about the miracle, miracle schemes. Oh, he flipped this and made this punchline. Sometimes it's just about someone's story, you know? And for a person who's not really, really like, wasn't really on to Fabio like that. I knew about Pop Smoke to it as much to a degree, because you know, like I said, I wasn't really listening to the um his music like that before the debut album. Pretty much same with Fabio and this that record right there. Like he has a lot of records on there where it make it feel like like this feels like a debut album. Where it's like, all right, this is the album where I want the world to get to know me, my come up, my struggle my personality, all of those things in one album. Like this was the hello world. This is Fabio Foreign. And I think they pretty much in my in my opinion knocked it out the park. When I would say knocked it out the park, but at least in the sense of like 
pretty much putting over a new artist. Like, I think they did the right things when it came to either features, when it came to on the production side, sequencing of the album, clearancing, clearances, all of those things intertwined all came together for my opinion, which you're supposed to do for that, you know what I'm saying, debuted album. Damn. But pretty much for me, um, I thought the album off rip. I didn't know really what to expect from it because, once again, I'm not a big Fabio foreign uh, fan like that. But I, I knew a couple of his older joints. Like right. I knew Buddy. I knew uh, Big Drip. Those are the big. Those are big ones. Oh yeah, those yeah. Ones. Those records. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you got like you're not out. Not would say it like that, but you pretty much really not outside if you're not hearing those records. Right. Not saying that you're supposed to be in or whatever. But it's like if you're listening to music actively, you're not supposed to hear these in the house. Yeah, you're you're gonna hear that song or that song came by you. But um yeah, uh for me, like I said, not a lot of um expectations going into it, but leaving it definitely a lot. And I gotta give a shout out to Kanye because he put him in a position that he did for like the Lupes, the chance the rappers, the kid cutty, so on and so forth, where it's like, hey, here's this new artist. I really fuck. Let me let me give him the tools to oh, get that him. sound out to you. He blessed you know? him. And I think he what he did on Donda and the record. What was the record that he snapped on on Donda? Off the grid. Off the grid. And then it was like there. People started looking at like Fabio. Like, wait, where has this been all this time? You know. And I think we got a lot of that that passion from that record that. Yay more than likely helped bring out of him on this album. Even before that, like even when Pop was cooking, like he was, I think he was on Pop's first posthumous album, not the second posthumous album. And he was cooking on there. Like the, he was on a shoot for the moon, aim for the stars one. Like, and that's what you know, you you saw flashes there of you know what he's capable of, you know. Yeah. Um, let's get into, I mean, what was your expectations going into the album and how did you feel after the album? I mean, I know I said mine. I went, I went into it with no expectations. I love that. I love doing that because you don't, you don't get disappointed. Right. When you go into it with, with no expectations. Now I had heard, I heard City of Gods and I knew he was working with Kanye on this heavy so yeah. I knew there were going to be a lot of big wigs on here. We got Quavo twice. We got Chloe. We got ASAP. We got Yachty. We got Khaled. So you got the big wigs on here. Coil Ray, you got the big wigs on here. TJ, um, Young Blue. Yeah, like you got yeah. Khaled, Blueface, Neo. Like, As I said, yeah, he got the he got the welcome to the industry stimulus package. Right, right. Um, but listening to it. One thing that jumped out of me, bro, the production, the samples, a lot yeah, of samples yeah. on this shit. That's what I'm saying. Yo, they gave him like the, like they opened the door from like, yo, they was like, yo, you really want to, you really want to be a part of the Illuminati just playing. You nah, know what this like, reminds me of? You remember championships? Um, All the flips that Meek had on championships? Oh, oh yeah. That yeah, is what yeah. this reminds me of. You, once again, we, and we both felt like that was like that. That next level. I hate you for that Illuminati bar. 
I just because it really felt like that. We're like they just open a door and all the people who can clear your songs and actually let you like be Yo. free in music are sitting at a table like the fuck like Morpheus with the fucking pills like this. I'm telling you, bro. Like you got motherfucking niggas like Sting or some shit like <laughs> James Brown, shit Beyonce. Like all the motherfuckers who was hard as hell, Michael Jackson's estate, Prince's estate, like Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah, all the motherfuckers who was hard as hell to get samples off of. All the motherfuckers are sitting at that table, and well, I feel like go. they open the door for Fabio, and they let him be like, "Yo, the world is yours, my boy. Pick whatever you want. Pick whatever." Even had I, Neo re his own song on this shit. I like, mean, he, got, no. <laughs> he even went cross genre because on World Watching with Lil TJ, he got Lights by Ellie Golding, a pop star. You he sampled that. That was dope though. That was dope. That was really dope. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to the producer for that one. Who produced that one? That's that is. I think we both said that's oh. one of our favorite beats on there. One of our favorite samples. Um. Produced by Jay Perry. Yeah, shout out Jay must Perry. Be, must be affiliated with him, I believe. Yeah, that was that was dope. That was a dope uh sample. Um, but yeah, favorite records off of here so far. Uh through the fire. I like the like I said, I love his ode to Ye on that album. You know, that song, you're like, Ye went through the wire, I went through the fire, and it's just like kind of just spilling out his. Just his thoughts and then his, his, who he is and his emotions, his, his struggle type shit. And even as though it was like a still upbeat record, you still kind of wanted to match that. Like, yo, here's my struggle. Here's my here. Here's why I am now type shit. Here's my my coming of age. That's what I feel about this album is a coming of age story. It's Memphis right? Bleak. And on records like Through the Fire, City of Gods, um, For Nothing, Feel My Struggle, World Watching. Like changed on me, whoever can't be us. I feel like we get that that side of the vulnerable of side Fabio from those records. Then you want to get to your, you know, what I'm saying your club records. You got Magic City. You got um. You can go. You can probably say hello. Would you say hello? Would you play? I think that was pretty kind of a, yeah. I like yeah. hello. Well, not hello with Chloe. Same girl record. My bad. Say that one more time. That ain't a girl record. I mean, it's a girl record. I wouldn't really call it a club record. Well, that's why I switched to said radio, maybe. But I thought I, I I did like it on there. I like that Chloe is like from the Gunner record. Her and here she's getting herself out there continually right before this album comes out too. Getting a lot of people used to her a lot voice. Of yeah, I like and the fact that a lot of dudes want Chloe on their record. That's good for her. What well, she can say. Exactly. Oh my She's god, her voice. Oh my god, the notes she was hitting on this. She shit. cooked like, on the gunner joint. Bro, you're not supposed to be hitting. I feel like well, not say you're not supposed to be, but it feel like you're not supposed to be hitting all of these. Oh, and she's got the appeal. Like, She's got oh the eye candy appeal. She's beautiful. Bro, that on top of just her voice is like, God damn, Sean. She really trying to fuck this album. She gonna fuck. Game of this album. Which of the Quavo records did you fuck with more? Did you fuck with Magic City? Or did you fuck with Through the Fire? I like Magic City because I feel like that's the 
Like that's the record they want. Like, that's them in their pocket. Hundreds and fifty. That's the one. Like when that's you see them in Fabio and Quavo, I'm thinking of that record. I don't really remember like Quavo too much on the through the wire record like that. I think of Fabio's verses more than I think of Quavo. That magic oh, city gonna ring off at Starlets right now. Hundreds. I love the old too, like old records and classic songs like that on here too. Like, cause at the end of the day, like that's that's what we love about hip hop is that if we we appreciate and we give homage to the music that we grew up on and such like that through the music. You know what I mean? Where we just see like we get Destiny's Child samples in here. Say we my name, yeah. Samples, like, that's say my name, uh flip or what's you my name? What he said? Beyonce told him to clean it up. Yeah, I seen that. I mean, shout out to him for doing that too, though. Like when the queen speaks, you move. You like, listen. You heard me, and she really putting you on game. Like you really want to move with these type of records. This is how you got to move about it. You know what I'm saying? You really want to garner that fan base. She's like, no funny. Like yeah. I still think one of the best dudes that's doing it that type of music and consistently. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the Drake's, obviously Drake is he has that shit choco. But Wale, like Wale's been doing that shit for years. Where he was even had to t- he talk milk me kind of get into it and start you know what I'm saying curating songs like that. If it wasn't Wale, we don't get that Nicki record. We don't get the LMA record, no. you know. But it just shows you say we st- it's always still good space for those versatility good rap ballad. Yeah, it's always good space for a good rap ballad. And what's my name? Really good. Queen Nigel, Coyle Ray. You got you know I'm saying all types of future artists on there with. Fabio, Koi, and Queen Nigel, and they all pretty much did good, in my opinion, on this record. I like that joint a lot. Um, like I said, we talked about Hello, Confidence with ASAP Rocky. How you like ASAP on the drill beats? I like it, bro. I like it, too. I just I recently heard Cardi on a drill beat, too. Cardigan, Bardigan out here, like Wallen. Facts. Like, a lot of these New York representatives is jumping on these drill beats, and they're cooking oh, they flowing. They are fucking cooking on these. I said, ASAP said, I've been wearing the braids so long. They like dreads. That nigga really has been rocking these braids. Him and Push. Yo, hot minute. Hot I'm mad minute. that Fabio didn't keep the down bottom sample record that he had He had leaked a snippet of a while ago. He, he, he didn't keep it. Oh, wow. Probably couldn't. He probably couldn't get that clear. Bro, oh, down bottom? Like... Him on a down bottom nigga. I ain't gonna like his alley. That's up his alley. Down bottom, up his alley. You gotta relax, bro. Yo, you gotta relax. Where your head at, dog? Welcome to the Get Your Bars Off Pod. We didn't do intros. Relax, my nigga. What is going on? We got nasty Starks to my right. Sick motherfucker right here. I tell you, bro. That nigga said, down bottom and up his alley. Yo, bottom, boy. We going to name the episode now. Oh, we're <laughs> not. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> like, you got to relax. Down bottom. How you act like you don't know what down bottom is? Oh, well, I'm just stop saying it, man. You heard Rough Rider Volume 1, man. I got news for you. <laughs> Somebody's been adding new sounds to the sound. Nah, that's old. That's OG shit. That's OG, but but not nah, so. Um, 
what I say? I definitely like that slime them record. Eh, I still can't get really with young little Yachty doing the the whole hood raps and shit. I just can't. He get been it. on that. I don't fit him for me. He does, he does sound good on some records. I will give it to him, but this one just don't hit for me. I'm sorry. He's been doing that shit with the Migos and QC. Yes, and some do some hit, some don't. Oh, yeah. Like some choice he be in his pocket with the flood. This one I just it was okay. But I'm not really going back to it probably no. But the film I struggle though, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like these records where he's just he's Vulnerable. just letting off the you know what I'm saying that pain. It's like and it's the with the beat behind it and that like real inspiring type of lyrics. It's really good workout music. He has a lot of workout a music. lot of this album is good workout music. A lot of this is really a good inspirational workout music, bro. And that's good because that's always gonna that's good for getting on playlists, consistently played all day, every day type. He shit. got radio records on here too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Magic City for as strip clubby as it sounds, it's you can record. hear a clean version of that on the radio. It, you know what I mean? It, Listen, it's just a blank beat. Just a blank <laughs> beat. Just a blank beat. That, that's all. That's all you listen to. Shit. <laughs> you don't get hit spins, you know what I mean? <laughs> Turn that shit off. <laughs> that's really my movie, son. But um, yeah, I like changed on me. Well, I said we're watching though. I really want. I, I want to play that um, song real quick, and I want to play, play Young Blues verse, and I want to see what you think about this. Verse. Oh shit! Here we go. Got you, Jared. on that moon rock. Nah, my cousin has some. That shit look like a fucking shit turd. That shit got Keith in it and all that. You see, he going off. I'm mad at it. Ooh, look at the pretty insides. This nigga going to the moon. To get a focus on it. He going to the moon, moon. No, that's no, not a good focus. No, my people, my people. It's so beautiful on the inside. London pound cake. Oh, why do I feel like I heard one of y'all talking about that? Huh? You probably I've had this before. I've heard one of y'all talking about it. London pound cake. Shit, good. This shit. Cole's still mad at me for smoking, but 
This shit right here, nigga. What is that again? Super Saiyan Premium Cannabis. Stop playing. Cherry Pie and Super Sherbert. Super You know, Yo. you know I don't play about Cherry Pie. But Dispensaries, keep being creative. Keep pushing the creative envelope, goddammit. Yo, for real. Shout out to my like shout out to my hood dispensaries too, though. Shout out to my niggas that's you know what I'm saying, building their brands and shit like that. Shout out to my boy, you know what I'm saying, Nickel City Exotics. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Trap House Exotics 716. Shout out Exotic Habits, who I got this from. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people out here doing their thing. Okay. Shout out to Haze God too, man. Shout out to the Haze God. Shout out to Haze God. Go get them t-shirts. Check out, check my boy out at Ganja Gorillas, man. Real talk. Um and like I said, like I said, just talking about that, like that song, like I said, we're just talking about how certain people, like we don't look for them for the lyrics and all that stuff. But that verse right there, you was like, well, damn, brother, what was on your chest? You know? And Young like, Boo, he's not really a rapper. He's a singer, right? He's a crooner. This nigga's a talented motherfucker. He's a blast type of nigga, right? He's a crooner. Yes, but he can do the rap shit, though. That was, that was kind of the thing he was doing before uh... he started getting into the thing. Yeah, the singing shit is what popped off. But um, but yeah, that was a good record, man. Like TJ was nice on the hook. I'm not really too fond of what TJ does, but I liked him on his hook. It was a cool record, you know what I'm saying? Um, Bible talk, just DJ Khaled talking his shit changed on me though with Vori and Polo G. Vori been moving around, bro. I, I'm I like this Vori nigga. Vori been moving and grooving like I don't know where he came from, but he been I've been seeing him his name a lot. Erwer. Well, you say yeah, no, he's been if he's not with Yay, got the Meek cosign or the Pusher cosign. That's where I first saw him with Meek. Yeah, I thought he was DC. Yeah, I, I, well, no, I thought he was. I think I figured he was good, uh, good music when I seen him with Pusha and Yay during them sessions. Mm. That's neither here nor there. I love him damn near on any hook he's been on <laughs> more than more than lately. He's, been he's really cooks cooks on these hooks, and I want to hear a lot more music from him like coming in the future. But changed on me was a dope record. I like Polo G's verse. Was it crazy, crazy? No, but it was a standard solid Polo G verse, which is he really doesn't give you too many whack verses. I will say that. Um, left side blue face, that was just a cool little. Yeah, West, Coast, Coast. West Coast, yeah, East Coast, yeah. East West Coast record did his job. I, I think Blueface had a good verse on there. Was it? It was a Blueface verse. You know what I'm saying? Blue from Perfect Blue, way you know, to explain. Fast rapping. You know what I'm saying? Perfect Those way to explain. Exactly. Um, love songs with Neo though. I do feel this song was a little short because this song was a I, really good song. I like it. I like it. You felt it was too short. I thought it was a little short. I hate when niggas do that. I hate when niggas make the song you fuck with the shortest. Two thirty eight. Give us a three thirty. Yeah, that was pretty short, but I mean, he got his verse in there. He pretty much took all the probably took all the lyrics he got out of that. What's my name record and put it on here because yeah. he was just talking about fucking this bitch. This whole record, man. Nah, yeah, this is definitely hours. To yeah, the big, big hours, big hours, and that's why Neil like. Hey, nigga, it's my song. Talk about it if you want. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> fuck, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm with those shit. I don't give a fuck. Were you surprised to see Neo on here? Like, I, I was surprised. I'm like, I know Neo was still kind of moving and grooving like that. Oh, he got the Through the Fire record with Young Blue that sounds like 07 Neo type records. Mm. 
and then now he's doing this with with uh hell man i want to see neo continue to mess around with the young young talent man like lend your lend your ear your songwriting skills and help these people be able to make those fire rap ballads yeah. and such to crossover and such he man. ain't the young talent no more he got to be the big nah, bro he the og you got to be yeah. the big bro exactly Real talk, man. Neil, man, a lot of these guys in male R&B department need your help. A lot of them. Who would you give Neil to? If I could pair Neil, well, let's save that to after this. Um, save that question. Um, and like I said, the last two records over here, whoever and can't be us. I thought it was a smooth with two songs that ended out him by himself. Once again, just the whoever records those like upbeat. Once again, like inspirational. I like that let me know what, what time it is. Type records. He be on them shits, bro, and it get you hype, man. That shit had me at work, like moving and grooving, bro. How That's has you? How has your work? Had me moving and grooving, bro. <laughs> I tell you, bro, I was I was lit. I like the Can't Be Us record, man. That slipping sample. That's I'm, I'm a sucker for a good with the mix of the Santana's Town um mm-hmm. chorus. That was cold, bro. Like once again, just showing his showing like. You are you were a kid that grew up with New York, like New York City music, or in New York right. City during this height. Like, how could you not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't say how could you not, but it's just dope to see him be able to get a lot of that shit cleared. And once again, it's like him living living our living our past through the record. Those past times of listening to Neo, listening to Slipping, listening to Santana's Town, listening. Mm-hmm. To, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever. Yeah, and it's just like we could be able to hear those records modernized. Not saying nobody else is doing it, but I like to always hear it. You know, what I'm saying get the right passage. You know, like we all we love all the samples Tory gave us on Chicks Tape, but when he was able to start doing that on his actual albums, it felt yeah, we went crazy. It you know, it hit different. You don't got to worry about a song being taken off or nothing. Like, nah, his formula is finally able to work on the main stage. And for like I said, hip hop. And for us specifically, who we love sampling and great sampling at that, this was a great, 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 great example of that. And how you can it's be able to that sampling the essence of hip hop and bring it to a modern day rapper in a modern day time. Then it just shows you the essences of what we love of hip hop can never really die. And show they fuck with him. He Yo, got a Santana sample and a DMX sample cleared. It shows they fuck with him. Beyonce sample, like yo, that's crazy. B. How you from Brooklyn but can't get a whole sample? Me probably the next one. <laughs> I mean, was that the one you were talking about? The song? Nah, down bottom the Swizz. Oh, okay. You've heard down bottom. What'd you say? You've heard Down Bottom before. Right, probably haven't, bro. Let me play this record because you keep talking about this. Dog, shit. you've never heard Rough Rock, Ride or Die Volume 1? Bro, I did, but I probably just don't remember that record, bro. When you hear the beat, you're going to be like, oh, I know this shit. Damn, I think I do kind of remember this. Oh, See? yeah. See? You were going to sample that horn. Oh, this would have sounded crazy on the album. On drill beat? That would have sounded crazy on the album right there, dog. Damn. Shit. No, nah, man, shut up, Fabio, man. 
really, really good debut album, man. Um, what we, what we, what we ranking this joint, man? Out of ten, man. Already going out of five. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Um, man, yeah, I think I can go with a good seven. I think that's there. I think the only thing that's like, yeah, say just probably like just lyrical content isn't like all the way up there, but I really like the story. So I really might, I might even bump it up to a seven and a half, possible eight, like, because it has a lot of replay value. I think this album is definitely going to have to be something to work with when it gets to the end of the year with a lot of the work that they put in this album and a lot of the songs coming, like doing what it's going to do, especially when we start seeing which joint's going to start charting, what's going to be the singles, you know what I'm saying? All of that shit. We got a lot, a lot of that to wait for to see, but I think this album is going to be a big problem to deal with by the end of the year. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with that seven and a half, eight I, in not- that borderline, seven, seven, five, eight. That that little stretch, perfect. He really surprised me on this joint. That's why I gotta say. That's why this was really bumping into an eight for me. Like he really surprised me. So like, yo, no, I'm really an actual. I'm not just a drill artist. I am an actual rap rapper, my nigga. Like, and that's the thing he took, and that's the thing what Pop did too. Where it's like, I'm gonna take the the, the flow, I'm gonna keep the flow, but I'm gonna change the sound. I'm gonna still do some of my shit, but I'm gonna put to keep this flow. I'm gonna add more soul to other shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna add some more traditional beats per se. And I think once you do that, once you pretty much step outside of your your comfort comfort you know what I'm zone. That's when your artist wings start to really spread, and we've seen that. Pop got. pop got the woo. Remember the woo with Fifty? Right. When he stepped out of that comfort zone. He gave us that, and that was a banger. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but even the joint, like the joint he got with Ella May, or the joint he got with Baby and, and the, the the babies, or you know, it's just like the babies. Right. But this, this ain't it. Like, album, like Fabio took that blueprint and just said, all right, I'm going to continue on what my mans was doing. You know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way, but like, I'm going to take that, I'm going to take that throw and, you know what I'm saying? It's foolproof. foolproof. Why the hell not? It's foolproof. Pop showed that it worked, even while he's not here. It worked. I think uh, Shoot for the Moon, Aim for the Stars went number one, was number one for for quite a while, Mm -hmm. and I think it was nominated for a Grammy, I believe, right? I believe so. That was a really so good he, album, yo. All you got to do is follow that same formula. I listened to that shit all summer. Fuck, my shit keep turning off. This next album we're going to talk about, this yeah. is the one that I had on rotation all fucking weekend. So let's move into that joint. Um, ESTG, ESTG and 42 Doug. Frida, Frida, what's this joint? Frida Shiners. Nah, what's his is a really like he was like free to uh some shit free to some somebody gotta be freed from some type of confinement. From some kind of confinement. Yo, what the <laughs> he just want his friends home. That's all. So Thursday night when we finish last recording. One's left. That's what it's called. That's last one's left. Thursday when we Thursday night we finished recording. I was like, yo, I'm not gonna go to bed until I listen to at least the first three. The first three, that's Ice Talk, Thump Shit, and I Never Judged You. Fan. Can, can I just ask you though real quick, before you go into this, where did this, like, 
fandom come from. I'm not saying this is right. You're, you're jumping on a nigga. bandwagon or anything. One of you niggas, you one of you niggas put me on the ESTG. Probably Jared or Joe. One of you niggas put me on the ESTG. I think the song was um the song where Future was like, I'm sucking this bitch titty like I'm trying to get some syrup out of it. Oh god, that song when I heard that song from that album, I'm like, Yeah, this EST nigga, and guy. like he's he's CMG, he's CMG with black youngster, he's CMG with with um he's CMG with money bag, and I fuck with money bag, so mm -hmm. that's how that fandom came about. And then 42 Doug, I'm not really too privy on him. I only know we paid with Lil Baby with him, so I I'm not too big on 42. This project kind of gave me that introduction to him though. No, I can say the same thing for me too. I've heard songs here and there, and I ain't gonna lie, maybe this is a stretch, but it's just me in my ears of listening. I think why a reason why it's a lot of people like his voice. I, I think he's like a Detroit Easy E to an extent, where it's just the it's that voice that carries him, you know, I it's a very distinct voice. Like he's 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 he's, he's Pretty much, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he looked like he's like an adult. But he still has that kiddish voice that kind of gives the song a different type of feel to it. He stole you know? the show on on We Paid, We Paid. He's on the chorus, right? Dun, 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 dun. That that it's shit. That, it's, that, it's that like high cadence, pitch, like that high pitched but raspy country tone to it, where it just gives the song a different type of feel. Where cadence and tone. Yeah, and that's what I said. I feel like Easy es voice used to always do that for records where they utilize that West Coast twang, but what it had a, like a kiddish voice to it. And you know, anytime you have like a kid sample or something on a song, it just hits different. Yeah, it's kind of you know, cool. like, it just does for some reason. I think that's a big thing. <laughs> he thought it was a kid. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like, yeah, it's gonna be short. Voice. No, when I'm just saying, when you hear his voice, like when you hear his voice, he just sounds like a like a raspy, like a young raspy voice, and it makes the record, it makes the hook or what it sounds cooler. But like, no pun, it it just does. But on this album, for sure, I mean, it was parts on this times on this album. I was just like, yo, who are these niggas mad at? Yeah, like yo, whoever they got these niggas, whoever got these niggas on their heels. Get just duck low, my nigga. The stretch from time. Ice Talk to I'ma say all sevens. That little seven song stretch right there, not one skip, not one skip, bro. I think I accidentally had my shit on uh on shuffle, but then I probably didn't though. But Ice Talk, thump shit. That's the one. That's yo. Go ahead and play that. Go ahead and play that. <laughs> Yo, I felt like the way I felt listening to Stick Talk is how I felt listening to this. Thumps is the same thing. But it's not the same thing, but it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to just rage in pure ignorance right now to this song. I like how they had the solo records too, like scattered through the tape. Go ahead, go ahead. 
I saw light bulb. That pink runs be hitting. I wouldn't know. Oh boy, you need you really need to try some pink runs and get some pink runs in your life. We got Genie Bus, Genie Bus seducing Nick Nurse. Yo, on the workout, this album hits a little different for me. Yeah, that shit, that shit a little crazy right there. On the workout, this album hit different for me. This is workout music to the teeth. It's crazy to think that this dude was playing football. It ain't that crazy. Major Nine, who is a producer on the Rick Rawls, played for the U. Full scholarship. I'd be like, yo, do these niggas be right? Want to be clapping niggas while like the nigga that like probably pancake them on the on the on the O line? They be like, Wanna shoot that nigga after the game on some gridiron gang type shit. <laughs> Want to be clapping niggas? Out, like, what happens if a nigga like nigga get double teamed the whole game and he called the homies like, come see him, please. Stronger than me, nigga. Stronger than me. You don't have to wait by the team bus. They got to lift 385, nigga. Lifting niggas. You really? Oh, you lift 385, nigga. I lift 387. Ooh, I lift 357. Whatever. Whatever. Come on now. A civilian. <laughs> he said, I'm a civilian. I don't know. <laughs> he meant to do that. A civilian. Glock 7. <laughs> I, just, I just can't wait for the summer to hit so I can hear this outside. Glock 7. Ooh, I never judge you join this too. Yo, it's when we talk about production too. Yo, all these songs, damn they're all of them. Speeding highway banging these records. Top down, windows down. One of those joints you blasting at mass capacity in the car. Going a hundred on the highway, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, allegedly. Don't records, do like I said, thumb shit, ice talk, spin. Yeah, spin is another one. That, He's okay. in that stretch. Ooh. It's in that stretch. Ooh, stretch something crazy. Free the shiners. I like all hundred. I ain't like whole game bus. I didn't get to that one. I did not get I ain't to like that, that one. one. We they could have kept that one. I probably got to finish some records, but I ain't going to lie, man. I am into what I'm listening to right Jared, now. Jared, uh, 42 Doug ESTG, last one's left. Yeah, bro. Yo, tap in, bro. You, that's, up his, that's up his alley. Tap in. 
But um, I want to listen to this Who Hotter Than G record. You talked about this. I know Jared said this record came out a while ago, but I know nothing of it. So he sampled gonna... uh, Plies. It Plies, baby. With, 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 the, with the teeth, with the teeth. The new, the new veneers he got. Oh. Ooh. You mean? Not outside, but with the goon era applies, niggas was not outside. They but sure wasn't. Was niggas in the fucking game. Plies got back to back classics, low key. Last real last testament. I don't really say nothing about Plies because he came and did his thing and left. He chilled for a little. He gave us radio bangers, gave us hood classics. We good. Plies chilled for a little. Now he's a he's a he's a social media sensation now. I really thought Fly was gonna be the next Nelly. Is it the accent? No, like the music, the style, like Yeah, Jirayo. Yo, Gotti really. We want to start. Like, Cole's still my favorite executive right now, artist executive. But Gotti is very close. Very He's up close. there with him, yeah. He's very close. Once he get that first EMG artist, really, niggas, really, bro. really pop. Not just social media shit, none of that. Like, really pop with some music, boy. You see who he just got, too. He said he got Mozzie now. He do. He got Mozzie now. Even though, even though I didn't want Mozzie to go to the um, I did want Mozzie to go to the new death row. I did. You but want, I think they're gonna get Benny for that. No, Benny's still Def Jam. Def Jam slash Death Row. But it, I think the Death Row thing is an NFT, is an NFT label. So they were releasing, oh, ew. They're releasing all the music through NFTs. If that's ew. what the information I was told. I believe that's what I think Snoop was talking about. But yeah, I like that shit, bro. Like that definitely take me back, man. For real, for real. People forget about Plies, man. I want to find me. What, what was some of my shit from Plies back in the day, man? You ever, uh, remember uh, old lady? Should I go to my fucking Goon Affiliated, The Real Testament, Definition of Real? Like Goon Affiliated had some sleepers on there. Like what niggas ain't fuck with Goon Affiliated, but Goon Affiliated was a little sleeper. What's my shit? Is it? Real Testament is my shit. That one and the realest. I really, I really gotta ask Sue. Like Sue is the plies. Really, like, he the connoisseur. Connoisseur, yeah. He's the guy that put me on the plies heavy. I didn't even, I didn't even like paint Sue as a plies guy. What going era Sue? Pfft. Why you think oh. he likes ski mask? Oh, hold on, Sue, pull up, man. We gotta know. We gotta hear this shit. <laughs> Y'all yeah. was in high school when this shit came out. Ooh. Remember the first song Plies came out with? Shorty? Nah, uh, the joint with Pretty Ricky and them. Uh, you wasn't outside. I must have not been off the porch. This was like 
Get your wet. That's what it's called. Get your wet. I suck on that pussy and get your wet. Yeah, you know he don't mince his words. That shit played in the party. It's up. Now he had pleasure P on there. The pleasure to pee for pleasure P stand for problematic. You remember uh please excuse my hands? Oh, that was on this album too. That's what I'm saying. When you come like he could be able to give those records and give you the RB back. That's what I'm saying. Like what L Cool J was did, Nelly took over. I thought Plies was right there next. Then Drake comes you gotta, no no no, you gotta explain that. You gotta Think explain that thing. Plies comes in, like first, like I just said, the early were were his most of his music was directed to the ladies. To the women, yeah. But then he's like, oh, no, I'm not just doing this for the... I got the street records, too. Mm-hmm. Ah, here you go. What's in my pockets, dog? Oh, no, I honey. Whereas, like, when I say with Nelly, he first record country grammar. Song's about a drive-by. You know what I'm saying? I'm going Wait. down, down, baby. Yo, street in a Range Rover. Boom, boom, baby. Ready oh. to let it go. He had kids dancing to that. Street sweeper. What do you say? Street sweeper. Uh, 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 pass it to me now. He Light had kids dancing to that. Yeah. But long story short, he gives you that. I didn't know that. Give you that. And then you ne- you got motherfucking hot in here. Is that a lady record? That's not a lady record. That's a club record. Straight up. That don't make it a lady record. Did you see that? I'm. It's still a club record. It's a, it's a traditional radio, whatever, whatever. Nelly has always been versatile. You know, he had the 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 the, the, the rapping record, and then he had the ladies' records. Dilemma. Thank, thank you. Better example. You know what I'm saying? Dilemma. Shawty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But um, yeah, dog. Was this it? Hundred years? Nah, this wasn't it. I'm trying to remember what was the joint where he was like. What's in my pocket, dog? All faith, huh? Oh, plenty <laughs> money, plenty money, plenty money. Yeah, I that got was, that was the real. I really. got plenty money. Was that on the first album? Nah, uh, the third album, the realest. The third, yeah. Well, it's he in the mirror. Ooh, see, that was the, he had good joints on each album, which kind of always kept him around too. He always had that one song where it's like, no, I gotta hear this album for this song. I remember he had a fab joint, he had a fab and Jeezy record. Okay. This for my nigga Sue, man. Sue, wherever you at, dog. Hold on. Hold on. Stop playing with me, God. Stop playing with me, God. Oh, fuck you, Jared. Go so so close. Stop playing money. I got plenty money. Yeah. Face no, he ain't. Thing that I wanted. Come on. Yeah, he got the, got the pool shiesty on. Okay. No, that was my shit right there. That was my shit, bro. Imagine if he had Jeezy on that record. He got Jeezy on um other way around. What's the shit? Goon affiliated him and yeah, him and affiliated. him and Fab. They on uh look like. Yeah, lose my mind is the one though. 
Was he went mind. in there and cooked. Even though Drake kind of wow. came through and like, kind of like took the song. Because that remix. Yeah. Oof. He kind of. Remember when he did that shit at the fucking Hip Hop Awards? He kind of oh, took I think he debuted it at the Hip Hop Awards, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. He pulled up. He pulled up. And like, no one knew about it. Classic records at the hip hop awards. Gossip, fucking, fucking lose my mind remix. I think that's the only time I remember like heat like that being released at a award show. I mean, Love Lockdown at the MTV Awards. That was a fire debut. Oh damn, he did that with Runaway also. Mm-hmm. At the next joint. Well, that was still kind of all the pro- no, 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 different albums, different albums, different. That albums. was Dark Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, but yeah. only certain niggas can do that. Only certain niggas can do that. Like, mm-hmm. like the bigger niggas can can debut a song, a single. Like you, on you, know, a- you, you had that confidence too that you just know this joint is gonna fuck the world up when you play this. You know, mm-hmm. like you gotta have that confidence behind you. That's why I thought Kendrick was gonna debut some at the Super Bowl. True, shit. Even Ye performing all day was crazy. Where first time at the MTV where when he performed all day, oh yeah, all them niggas with him. That was the MTV Awards. I think he might have been the MTV Awards. I said, "That's the Ophelus. That's the nigga in the chorus. No wonder he go to bat for Ye like that." Yeah, he been fucking with Ye for a minute. But they've been they've been rocking for for a good while. Um, damn, all these other fucking videos, but yeah, all day. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that big ass performance because that was the damn near like one of the songs that I like. Okay, my nigga on the shit. Oh, the Brit Awards, Brit Awards, 2015 Brit Awards. Pardon me, y'all. But um, yeah, man, I always like a good uh, new debut. But like I said, that whew, that was crazy. That was some crazy times when they did that, man. But yeah, shout out to ESCG, man. Shout out to uh to, uh 42 Doug. But like I said, what I'm listening to so far, I'm loving the project. When I feel like I'm a pretty much like it. it's gonna be something I'm playing in the car in a lot. In a lot. Um, another project that dropped over the weekend, whew, something I've been talking about a lot. Um, and you've been uh kind of anticipated since your new introduction to them, Sid's new album. I'm gonna get that up for us. Uh Sid Broken Hearts Club album. Um, this is her follow-up after her debut album, Finn, which I believe had mixed reviews. Because if you know about Sid, you know she has that the chill, real chill vibe type songs and such like that. And Finn was it was the first time. So you're gonna have some wins, you're gonna have some losses that come with that. But I think around this time with Broken Hearts Club, the growth, the growth that we got from, from you see with her music, it's really shown on this album. Um, she had a post on Instagram where she had pretty much also was talking, was talking about her growth, just talking about how her voice from the early internet album sounded compared to now. Let me see if she still has it up. Probably no, she don't. But um, but yeah, let me see if I, well, I can go to the song. I what I like about Sid is that she talks to these like she she talks to these bitches like from the other side. Like I like that. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like I like like from what you showed me, she's 
pain, but like not like pain like us. I can give you love, I can give you pain, and I can give you reality. You know what I'm saying? But it's still from our point of view because she's going at you know what I mean like let's still relatable. Let's not get it fucked up. Sid is a sniper. Oh yeah. Sid be having some joints with her, especially in these videos. She be having some joints like. In my introduction, I've noticed. You see these internet concerts; these girls be going crazy for Sid. But that's another story. But um, what was I getting into? What was I getting to? Like I said, the growth and such. Her voice was always kind of like that whispery, angelic type voice thing. But like I always, me and my friend was having a conversation about that last night. Um, shout out to um, R&B Radar, Twitter, um, Instagram, their page. They had R&B Tommy had posted a had posted a tweet stating, finding out what some of people's craziest R&B takes. And one dude had posted that the whole whisper singing thing is kind of I saw weak that. and saying that most people that do it don't can't sing live or don't sound good live, which is pretty true. And for me, the only people that I always associated with those type of singing voices that can really do it, but can actually sing the Mariah Carey's Janet Jackson's. Take I think little, that's about it. Really? We could take it a little later. You know what I'm saying? We say the next generation, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, even throw Leah in there too. Um, next generation, you could throw, you know what I'm saying, Janae Aiko in there. You know what I'm saying? You throw Sid in there. You know, those are two women I think of for, for our for that 2010s generation that when I always heard that light, soft voice, it was either Janae or with, with TDE in them, or it was Sid with our future in them. Those only yeah. two I heard doing that shit. That you know soft, saying? angelic, but still yeah. kind of piercing. Yeah, but the thing with Sid, it was just on some like cool vibe shit, like some cool background vocal type shit as to, you know what I'm saying? Then, whereas now she's started elevating, elevated where she's, her voice is not just staying in a like alto-ish voice where she's getting more to those sopranos and such like that. Um, she had played one song from the old internet album. I think it was called Love Song. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Is it, yeah, here we go, right here. Sorry. And this is 2011. You can see, like, you can hear her holding back. So you can see, like you said, you like I said, you could hear her holding holding her voice back in those early times. But then you go to the new album. I'm sorry, I'm turning it off. She's she's letting it out. She's belting. She's belting. Right. But you can see just that her, her voice, though, is just chill, monotone-ish, and staying in one octave, pretty much. What do you call that? Like, staccato? Or, or like... Don't give me... I'm not too, too, too... Because like, falsetto is when it's high. Like that. But I can definitely say she's definitely went up octaves from where that started. So you go from there, and then you go to record. Let's play... Uh, 
what is she, she did like I think it was this record she had played out loud with her and Kalani. You see, she's she's just it's it's a little bit more freedom where she's like flow a little bit more riffs. You know what I'm saying? I hear more melodies. And you hear the voices a little bit more higher now, too. She's not saying more melodic. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I love, like I said, I love the growth on here. But the songs, man, songs, really good songs on here. The record with Smino. I like the record with Smino. Right track. I I like how it goes from. Sorry, y'all, pardon me. Turn that off. But um, from like fast car to right track, where you think it's, it's kind of similar, where fast car and getting on the right track, you know what I'm saying? When so I, I saw the fast car thing, I thought she sampled Tracy Chapman. I was like, oh, be careful. <laughs> Yo, I like the cyber record with Lucky Day, real funky shit. I like that type of vibe. And the video is really cool too, real futuristic type shit. That um, was a single. That was what she came back with. Um, I like the tie to not record real cool, like lovey, lovey dubby type shit, but that's, it's also like cool rap type shit though, too. Like I like that shit where it's like, yo, we can tie the knot type, you know what I'm saying? I can I can put all my shit to the side, you know. I like a cool little record like that, fast car. It's pretty much you know that LA vibe, top down, driving with your girl in the passenger seat, when that's blown. looking at her like this and seeing locking eyes and shit. That, that's that's like Romantic Cove music, for real, because there's a mild adrenaline rush with it too, you know. And then right track with Smino, let's play that record. This is a bob, bro. Chill. You, like tied it not to fast car to this. Nah, man. I'll say I was late to the Sid train, but I fuck with it. Yeah, that joy, that joy is definitely a bop, yo. Like I said, her album came out right in a good time. Sun's coming out, people outside. Like, this is the type of album I'm playing right here. Like, she's, and she, once again, she sequenced it very well. Where you got your you got your upbeat records, your cool higher tempo records in the beginning of the album with Cyber Tide and Not Fast Cars and Right Track, but after that we get crazy. to love songs, baby. It turns into hours. Hours, sweet. That's a beautiful song. Nothing but sweet, sweet, sweet loving, babe. Like, I just love how she's thinking on that joint, too, though. Once again, the growth in her voice, man, is really great to see, man. Can't fuck it up. Can't fuck it up. Say that see us feel. 
Bro, my joint. Didn't know what I was running from. Come on, I ain't know what I was running from. But I'm I'm good now. Listen me. Come on, she was talking on this joint, man. Like I said, it's it sounds like that where it's like, yo, okay, sit. Like this is my joint. Track number eleven. Uh, bust my heart wide open. But she's telling her on um the second verse, she was like, can't deny I miss you. But I deleted all your pictures. You want to stay friends, and that's bigger you. But girl, I can't get with you. It's like real. that's, that's right. why that's I said that stuff. reality. Like I can tell you to. I We've can, all I been can, there. Like it's like I can give you the shit you want to hear, but I'm gonna tell you what I'm really feeling. You know. Thanks. And I think a lot of people, as us in those spaces, when we have to be, when we're told, "Oh, I still want to be friends," or this and that where you have too much invested in that person where that is even fathomable. You know what I'm saying? You can't even see yourself in that space trying that where all the things you've probably done to get this woman, done with this woman, whatever, whatever. It's no way, shape or form I could be friends with you. So I'm just going to let you know. I have to literally excommunicate the vision of you out of my life to stop thinking of you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's what you need to cope. You to do. Heal. Sometimes you really just got to like out of here. You know what I'm saying? Boom. But yo, like I said, she had a record with my boy Levin Cali, who definitely got to listen to. Levin Cali. I'm, I'm yeah. a little slow on him. I played one of his records on before, but he had a record with her called yeah. uh, Do You Wrong. Whereas like, I can do you wrong if you want, babe. You know what I'm saying? Should, you know what I'm saying? Should I be nice? Should I be cool? Should I text twice? Should I play cool? I can do you wrong if you want, babe. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I text twice. Should I be cool? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like the thing is, like, I can I can apply that pressure, or I can just be chill. Yo. If you don't want me to do all of that, like, you know, how somewhere be like, oh, you doing too much? I, cool, say less. I what happened to the R and B where niggas just wanted to like croon their lady? Like, what happened to the to the shower? Me it's with still your love. It's still there. It's still there. But sometimes you need to have those conversations about certain things like that. You know what I'm saying? That's why reality. Like, it's reality. My record by my boy Major Harris. I got over love. Where it's like, yo, I'm over this. It's uh, reality. R and B. The R and R and B is reality. You know, everything ain't about just you know what I'm saying crying at your door. Like sometimes I'm good on that. I'm over it. You know, I'm gonna just give you this real how I'm feeling. You can go and get on. <laughs> I'll be fine. That's, That's why I love Neo's record. Get go on, girl. Go on, girl. Like, come on. You need to have fun. I'll be it's all right. Reality, reality, and blues. The R and R and B is not rhythm. It's reality. Sometimes you need that, man. But yo, but then the hours records, it go control. No Ooh. way. Oh my god, dog. I like that heartfelt freestyle, son. No way. She that gives me like late 90s 
Aaliyah vibes, like a Herd Timberlake. Yeah, man. I don't know if I'm tripping. I'm not saying like this. He sounds like, but maybe th- just this record. It sounds like an Aaliyah record. Like I'm gonna play this shit real quick. Yeah, listen to how she goes on the yeah. I'll tell you, we'll hear it. This is the part right here to remind me of Aaliyah. Not, not part, but right, not right there. sound like Aaliyah right there. Now you feel me? The little and it's the it's the beat too, like that slow groove that we got in them late night with Timbaland and shit. That's a deep. You know how yo you to catch that little snippet and co- think that's Aaliyah. You gotta be a true R and B head, man. To, to like, that's real subtle. It's real subtle. Very subtle. But I said those type of voices. I said Aaliyah's a part of that. That's this true, shit man. is a vibe, though, man. She Such wasn't a whisperer. The whisper R&B. Such a vibe, man. Oh, wow, we still on FB, man? That's fire, man. Shout out to Facebook, man. Fuck with the Gs. But yeah, that man control such great records. Out loud with Kalani. Man, I just love Kalani on features, man. She be knocking it out the fucking park anytime she's on somebody features, man. Kalani's a really, really... She talk about another person who has a lot of versatility where she can give you those heartfelt records. She can give you those toxic records. She can give you those girl and oh, yes, records. Like, talking to all of that, man. Another sniper, too. Another sniper in them streets, too. Don't you? I mean, Kyrie, PND. She had Ella May. She had... Uh, Did she really? I ain't gonna put my shorty girl, my girl out there, like, but she she was sniping. She, she is low-key sniper out in the streets. But like you said, the heartfelt freestyle, that was some cool shit. I like how it uh it, it, it kind of like the tempo kind of picked back up after out loud with heartfelt freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um break my heart wide open. That That's shit it was it. No, it was good. Bust, Bust my, my heart wide open. Yeah, what yeah, why don't you? Well, I, I think know. that's what this shit was a vibe right here, though. I love this record, dog. There's so many cool records on here, man. Like about cool little night vibe with incense going you shorty got the wine y'all know i love my wine nigga love him some barefoot shout out steve lacy on the production you can kind of tell steve lacy that nigga got the eccentric production eccentric alternative army. yeah he had a he had a i think he did the pride beat on damn I didn't know that off his iPhone at that. The pride beat? Please come back, please. Please. Break my heart, 
Oh wow, she had a Rodney, she had a dark child beat on here. He did control. Shout out Ronnie Jerkins, man. I thought I was waiting for the drop. What, what that nigga been doing, man? Oh wow, Sid produced Sweet herself. Well, I mean, she did a lot of her own production with the internet. She did a lot of production and shit like with Our Future back in the day too. Yeah, that's that's a busy. Oh, I see Frass in the comments. Frass, what up, man? It's that real, when you talk about Broken Hearts Club, me with a record like this, come on. That's what attracted me to the, to the album. That title. It's oh, pain yeah. throughout. Like, always attract me. Like, oh, yeah, this pain. is right up the alley. Like, this was a cool, uh, it like smooth, like transition to the ending. We got this goodbye, my love. That that beginning part, and then it goes to the little, and then the second half is her singing at the end of it. Like, it was like a whole cool, like, vibe setting before and then goes into the actual song. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> I would like to see Sid maybe get in the studio with like a. Like who's 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 the nigga you like a lot? Because I, I I'm no. I'm yeah, because I'm getting privy on his production. Yeah, I would I like to see how that makes sense. Fucking um, even Hitmaker man, like she like she can make some bops. Like she can make some bops. Throw her she in there with fucking. I like to see what? her do some get some in that um production from Anderson man. Um, who else do some really good production? Nineteen eighty five. 1985, yeah, for sure, for sure. There's a lot of people I like to see her do some production. I mean, I like to see her and Tyler get linked together, man. Like, I, I'm surprised I didn't see a Tyler beat nowhere on here. Was she not on Call Me If You Get Lost? I don't think so. In that long ass fucking song? I don't think so. But missing out that lad, that outro. That's the FOMO, the FOMO theme. Woo. You know what that remind me of? It reminds me of um, what's the one joint with Party Next Door where you'd be like, "Don't hold your breath." That joint. That's from P. Party Mobile. Party Mobile. Party Mobile. Yeah, I forgot what exactly what it's called. I can't. Th- I, I, I don't think it's called Trump, but I can't think of it right where now. Where that nigga been at? Throw him with Sid. But yeah, yo, this felt like that. Where it's just like, you see me coming up. Yeah, you won't be missing out, and I want you to see all of that. Like flex. Flex on you, what? Yeah, you, you, you couldn't wait for to come up. You thought it. You thought you uh, you was gassed out. Now that I'm here, now all of a sudden you refuse to come fuck with a nigga. Nah, going to the sideline. You got FOMO, bitch. Fear of missing out. For real, man. That was such a great outro to the joint, man. Shout out to Sid, man. Great album, man. Great follow up, man. For a lot of people that was hating on Finn, she came back with a banger right here, man. Broken Hearts Club. Go check this joint out, man. Go check out ESCG and 42 Doug. Last, the la- what is it called again? The uh, last one's left. The last one's left. Go check out Fabio Foreign's Bible. Three great albums, man, that we just uh, recapped, man, for the people. And on that note, let's move to a wave, and we're going to bring our brother Gerard on for Jerry Season 1 Recap. I got mine. I'll play mine. Get right, my early. 
Um. I was trying to play this last episode, but for some reason, all of Daylight shit isn't on Apple. Cause they ain't fucking with these streaming sites. But I found it on SoundCloud. So, <laughs> so what I'm finna play is uh, "Break of Dawn" by Daylight Soul. I know, I know. I got my real hip hop, hip hop hat on today. Nah, man, this is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. So I'm, lo- I'm glad, I'm loving that they sampled this. That's man, Daylight. If you look through Daylight's catalog, uh, let's call it catalog, you'll find it like a tribe called Quest. They're very sample heavy. It was that time. Mm-hmm. This London pound cake. I haven't looked good while. Missed it so much. This nigga about to be lean by the end of the show. I'm Gucci right now. Try out this. Uh, let's see this person, Gelato. Uh, I think it might be. I think one of them is Gelinade. LMA? <laughs> nah, it's like a gelato and lemonade mix. Yeah, this is that. This is nice. Ooh, that's gelato? A gelato derivative? It was gelato and lemonade mix. Oh, wow. That shit. You be getting a little, you, you and Cole with your strings. Y'all be on some other shit. I ain't gonna lie, I went to go grab my shit, right? It's crazy, like, it's funny, because I just love that every, my people are building their shit up, getting ready, you know what I'm saying? But, motherfucker, because the West Side is so much like New York City. Yeah. Like, even to the stores, bro, like, went to the stores, motherfuckers had the cat in there and everything, bro. On the rice? It just popped up from behind the counter when I came in. I was like, oh, you little so cute. Just come here, you that's, little that's brother. That's the authentic bodega feel. But the beautiful thing was, it was two brothers that owned the store. Also, it's a bodega. It's a bodega. <laughs> it's a, a bodega. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax, <laughs> relax. Relax. Chill, chill, chill. It's a bodega. You gotta relax. That hard Can't job. be on RDR felt a little <laughs> gotta chill, my guy. You're getting too comfortable with RDR. <laughs> Whoa. Yo. That shit is a little different. 
Yo, give Daylight a splits, man. Give Daylight a splits. Come on. This nigga got a Duke hoodie on. Get your mans, yo. That was De La Soul, Break of Dawn. Give them they splits, goddammit. Give De La they splits. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Now, we're going to bring out the Duke rapper. Shout out Coach K. You know what I'm saying? All that. My man, conversations at the shop, all of that. They just had they just had an episode today. Go check that out when it drops tomorrow. My man, the homie. Mr. Daiquiri, man. Jared. What is good, gang? What's shaking, man? Look, you disappointed me with that Duke hoodie Hey man, this nigga when high you, right when now. You, when you work at Nike, this nigga high as a bitch. When you work at, let me tell you something. When you work at Nike and they finally send some shit, like it's a, a nigga came, it was a nigga that they had the the gray joints with like the yeah. fur, with the fur on it, with the fur across the joint, it said Blue Devils. And it was an, a, a normal employee bought it and was like, Man, I ain't even really a Duke fan. Actually, let me let me get that. Cause Easy. I was at, I wasn't at work that day. I was mad as hell. Like it's all right. Something else will come through, bro. Man. I mean, <laughs> we didn't get to chop up college ball. So, uh, Final Four is over. What do you think? What do you think about Kansas uh, taking that W? I mean, North Carolina was what I thought they was all season. They beat us, but it's a it's a difference when it's a North Carolina Duke game. That's no matter the records, no matter what it is, it's it's gonna be an intense game. Nobody really ever really blows anybody out. Came down to the wire. And it came down to the wire in Cameron. The only blowout was we beat them by 20 earlier this year. But they was just learning how to play together. Right. And we was on fire that day. So I mean, shit happens. But Kansas, uh, Kansas was a good team. Kansas did what they were supposed to do. Kansas figured out the the secret to beat North Carolina, which was beating them inside. Pause. Hey yo, I said pause. Hey yo, I will say though, like the comeback, like uh, Kansas coming back. I think they were down double digits in the first half. Sixteen. Sixteen. Now, if you're coach, NCAA comeback, oh, if you're Coach Roy Williams and you got Bill Self on the other end, you know that shit hurt more because it's Bill fucking Self. 
I mean, Hubert Davis is the coach for North Carolina now, but you know, I'm high. My CTE acting up. No, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Hubert Davis, black man. Hey, proud of you, brother. You just close for the wrong school, but anyway, uh, he'll learn from that. Like he'll learn from that. And at the end of the day, they're still college kids. And what do what do people forget that college kids and the human thing is if you up, you can let up. And you know, um, UNC, UNC and Duke will always have the top five, top ten recruiting classes. Yeah. So they can always load up. Yeah, then they they look at Basquiat is nice. They got a nigga named Basquiat on there. Come on now. Oh, uh, Bas Boscott, some shit like that. It started with a B. Armand Boscott or some shit like that. It's they got the little Larry Bird, Larry Bird. Uh, what's his name? Manic. They got him on there. First of all, that nigga's been in three different schools. I'm not sure. I don't like that. He can't. He can't pass an SAT. That's he's been. He started out at Oklahoma. He went to another school before he went to Carolina, and now he at Carolina. The nigga like 42. Got to be. Shit. Like <laughs> he Carolina, like the Walton. <laughs> Carolina is his third school, man. Oh man. So uh, NBA playoffs, brother. Now I saw you make a bold prediction. Saw you make a bold it's, prediction. It's not the group bold. Yesterday. It's not bold. Bold like a motherfucker, Jared. It's Come not on, dog. bold. It's it's possible. It's not bold. Fan, no, no, we're not doing that. It's That's about bold. as bold as it gets, Jared. Y'all, first of all, the it's Splash Brothers bold. are fully healthy. These no, niggas not. have only played no, eleven not. minutes together. They're Draymond, Draymond, and, and and the splash niggas, all right, and they're fifty three wins. They got fifty three wins. Okay, like I don't know, man. Like it's hard to pick against the Warriors because I, I've learned not to do that. Holy shit, I've learned not to do that. I, I mean, it's not about like I. Right. If we taking everything out of this, like every, if you taking your feelings out of it, bro, like I say, that's 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 what people do. People, you know, put their feelings into you. Gotta pick a winner. You do, but if you look at all the games from this season, from how they played against each other, bro, they played close game. Nobody, nobody really blew the other one out. You got a biased opinion, brother. I'm no, that's not biased, that's facts. Nobody blew the other team out, and I believe we won the season series. So, you're saying Nuggets and six? Nuggets and six, bro. I got Warriors and five. Would you like to put a 20 on it? Go ahead. A 20, I got 20 on the Warriors ending y'all in five. You got 20 on Jokic. Digging deep because there ain't nobody else on that team. So if they don't, if you don't win in five, it's my money, period. And if you don't win in, if you don't win in six, it's my money. That's fine. You got a witness too, Ari here. You got a witness. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, bro. All right, pardon the guy. I had a random technical difficulty. It's raining like motherfucking. Just shit is knocking my Wi-Fi out. It's back on. Yeah, shit is. We chopping up the playoffs, playing. No, so shout out to y'all. I was watching y'all show earlier. Um, I ain't gonna lie, they were kind of disrespecting a little crazy uh, with the Jokic disrespect. Um, all warranted to me. Embiid is the MVP. 
But that he's not facing Embiid. He's facing the Warriors. Yo, Man. Steph is going to be averaging 30. Yeah, you got to remember, though. Oh shit don't matter once the play playoff starts. Oh, my gosh. You know that. Every 35. Time we talk, here, the MVP shit don't matter once the playoff starts. It's all about team. Well, they, he talking about just the Warriors playing against the Nuggets in the series. Correct. I I say we will win in six. I'm not too sold on the Warriors this year as being that dangerous. I'm not scared. Exactly. Like, the Warriors don't scare me. Jared, half of their team been injured and they still cooking. But that's the thing, though. We wouldn't. My team is injured last year. My team. Y'all had a healthy when y'all were all healthy, Jared. How far did y'all get? The Western Conference Finals in the bubble. Okay, here we go. In the Mickey Mouse games, fifty points in the bubble or outside the bubble is still fifty points. What? Where the hell, TJ Warren at? TJ Warren was the bubble MVP. Where the hell he at? No, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he Dame was. Dame was. He was top three. But where is where is TJ Warren? And right? he fizzled out in the bubble. Like let's let's be honest. He fizzled out in the bubble when he saw Jimmy Butler. He fizzled out. Let's shout out to Malik. He said it was gonna happen. But you're not gonna tell me that just because we was in a bubble and we went to a, we came down three one. There's no fans. There's no fans coming back from 3-1 twice. The point being, y'all y'all get to this point and then choke. Y'all get to this point and then choke. As a full healthy team, Jared, right now, y'all depleted. So what you expect last year? Who was depleted last year? Y'all ain't do much. Second Dang, round. Dang, and gave I, y'all half a hundred. And they lost. Barely. In five, they lost in five. Don't forget. Yes, I, I, let's talk about the Nets because I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of going at you. Let's dig into this nigga. I'm just telling you the truth, bro. Like you got. Nah, I just, I just, I just, I just want to say another thing too. Shout out to um ESPN for this fact too that the Golden State Big Three has only shared the court for 11 minutes this I year. Said that, yep, 11 minutes. So that's the thing too. You have to understand where it's like the. We're thinking of just the fact that on paper, most of these people can or possibly can be back on the court together. And given so, chemistry is chemistry. But we haven't seen it this year like that. Like, I think one of you said on the podcast that Clay hasn't been the no, Clay. No, he's been iffy. I'll admit that. He's been you know iffy. What I'm so, once again, playoff basketball is a different thing. So, we can't always put all regular season you know what I'm saying? Storylines and things to apply to this. But given the the mode that Jokic has been in, like, I just don't know what 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 the Warriors can do other than what they always do at that high level is the shoot. you know saying? shooting them threes. That if but if you're not being able to really get that groove, Jokic gonna take over. I would rather have a 70% Clay Thompson. Than a 100% Monte Morris. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Nuggets have played the Warriors four times this year. Steph was on the floor three of those times. How many W's? We beat them the three times Steph was on the floor. Mm. The one time Steph wasn't on the floor and they caught us lacking. Mm. 
Mm. We lost. We lost one thirteen to one hundred two. Oh man, we'll we'll see this weekend. We'll see. I'm just saying. What team I'm you think got the better defense of the uh, Warriors and the the Warriors? They tip for tip. Because that second unit with the Nuggets, with Cousins, Bones, Forbes, Jeff Green, and Jamichael Green, the defense on that unit is wild. That's just, that's, oof. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Jeff, Jeff Green is still out here flourishing. That's going to be, I, I love Jeff Green, man. Love it's going to be, like, I say it's going to be a good series, but I'm not saying, like, nobody, I don't think nobody get blown out unless it's a closeout game. And I think if we, if, if we get to a game seven with them in chase, I don't want – that's why I said six. Because if we get to game seven, I don't think we'll take it. This is the first year that I feel like I can't call a winner, like as far as champion. I can't call a winner. I think Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Oak Brooklyn, one of them two. They're a safe bet. I might be leaning towards the shocking pick of Phoenix, maybe even Memphis. All right, so let me just tap it real quick. All right, so this is run through it real quick. Playing tournament, New Orleans, San Antonio. I'm going. Deontay gonna have a big game. I got San Antonio. I'm going San Antonio also. Deontay ain't played in three weeks. Give me Pelicans. God damn man, he, he gonna I play for the playoffs. That, that, that organization right now. I think that organization still is a little messy, even though they still got some good young players that can move and groove. I'm gonna take Popovich over. I'm gonna take Popovich. I trust Pop more. Yeah. Y'all sound like Malik. Don't do that. Shout out Malik, man. Blackout season. Malik it's, sad Lennon, that we, man. it's sad that we trust in the, the, the coach more than the players. When you reach that level of, like, tier of coaching, you get that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Minnesota Lake um, Clippers. I'm going this, this Clippers. Good. I'm going to go Clippers. I feel like, yeah, I'm going Clippers. You got Minnesota? Going, Minnesota. Is, uh, is Kawhi back? No. It's up in the air if I think both of them will be back. I know. And then pandemic, pandemic, Paul, not playing, right? Paul is playing. Paul been playing the past month. Oh, they just gonna have pandemic. Give me Minnesota. Oh, just P. Just just pandemic P. Give me, give me Minnesota. Damn it, they had. And the thing is, I, I'm I'm not a Patrick Beverly fan, but if they had a nigga like him right in this series, I'd be more comfortable with them winning. But they, I can't stand Pat yeah, I'm I'm right. I'm a, I'm gonna flip that. I'm gonna go Minnesota. Um ATL Hornets. This is gonna be a fun this is gonna be a fun game. This is gonna be a fun game. I got the Hornets. Trey Young versus versus Melo? Come on, dog. I think the Hornets have been very, very like like they're like, like they're one of those teams where it's like they lo- look like they lose a lot, but they be losing close games though. And maybe some sometimes it'd be the good teams. So I think given that experience that they gained throughout this season, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Hornets. I got the Hornets because fuck Trey Young. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Gino. Yeah, man. Hopefully these niggas don't have to send them niggas back to having to go play in the Drew again. That nigga, that's that nigga be Trey Young be having the time of his life out there. Yo, for real. <laughs> nigga was like, what's his name? <laughs> What's his, his name? What's his name? Who does he play for? Who does he play for? 
Yo, Trey Young is like the master of the shit talk. He mastered that shit last year. I love oh, it, man, man. With his little infant baby hair having ass, yo. Like a lollipop with hair on. Look like that nigga still get cradle cap. <laughs> stupid. Yo, Brooklyn, Brooklyn versus Cleveland. You already know. I really time. want you niggas to get out early. You already know what time it is, bro. Really I'm mad that we even in this position. You know what's fucked up? If y'all win, y'all gotta play Boston, and it's literally the same series as last year in the first round, we but the opposite. Boston. We beating Boston, bro. Y'all ain't beating Boston this year. Be- Kyrie is y'all like ain't beating Boston this year. Kyrie, you uh, hit that. He could step I, on lucky all he want. Can I can I can I tell you why Boston gets beat? Talk to him, Jay. Oh shit. That that big fella Robin Williams, Robin Williams, whatever. He's not back. Yeah. He is not back. The the cup is wide open for Kyrie. That is that's over with. KD they don't got Tice. Tice not there. Are you scared of Tice? No. <laughs> that's still a body, Jared. Are you scared of Daniel Tice? Throw no. a body. All you got to do is throw a body on Kyrie. No, and then all you got to do is, bro. He he be cooking too. And then, man, don't I like Tatum in a walking bucket? And then, okay, Tatum was a walking bucket last year, and what did he get him? One game. Kyrie. Jalen Brown was injured, Jared. He didn't have Jalen Brown, bro. I get you on yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Talk about Kyrie. No, he what? didn't. In, in the in the series, which is the next thing, not Jalen Brown. I think he did have that. Um, he was like a shoulder. He had an injury. I remember because it was just Tatum in one game where he went for like 50, 45 yeah. or some shit. Then you yeah. know, bro, you know I love Jalen Brown. You know I love Jalen Brown, but come on, bro. You still got the one of the the greatest player in the nah, game you right biased. now. Kevin Durant. You biased. Nah, I, I'm, I'm biased. biased. You, you know biased. he is. Hey, no, hey. I do. I know, but you biased against the net towards the Nets. Yes, bro. And I, but the thing is, you know, I fuck with Jalen nah, Brown nah, heavy, and I'm happy that he's here for this series. But nah, and I agreed. KD the best in the world. Kyrie outside. This part time Kyrie or this is Doctor Sebi? <laughs> Kyrie outside. This is Doctor Sebi Kyrie. Oh, you see what the COVID guys just did? Oh, sorry, brother Kyrone. I'm sorry, brother Kyrone. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to joke. I didn't mean to joke. I'm sorry, Doesn't but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, after. Word around, word around Brooklyn is Ben Simmons is gonna play. Oh my god! So he is gonna oh play my the god! No, I think he's gonna play in Boston. He's not playing in the. He's play in Boston. Boston. Yeah, in Boston. he's not. He's if not they end up, up playing in Colin Sexton, I'm shout out to Cleveland. Those no, no, they're gonna clean up the Cavaliers. No question. They can I don't think it was shout out to Cleveland though, because Cleveland clean really up. put in some work this year though. Like for to be in the spaces that they were, they put in some work this year to get into that playing tournament. Bro, picture this shit in the Eastern Conference Finals. Cleveland before Nets supposed to be. They had some really good defense this year. Phillies, uh, Philly, the Sixers against the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. Game one in Philly, Ben Simmons comes back. Imagine that atmosphere. Imagine that crowd. Well, you happy all them gonna be calling him a nigger? Nah, he that nigga he half white. He ain't you no know, nigga. Oh, they, well, they, go, they go call him a half nigger. <laughs> they gonna call him uh Steph Curry. 
You know Philly. You know them white Philly people crowds get crazy, bro. You know what's gonna be. You're in the Eagles. Know it's gonna be wild. You know why these niggas give it up? You know it's gonna be wild. Ben Simmons first shot. It's gonna be a three pointer in there. Stop playing. Stop on purpose too. Stop. If I was gonna let that whole fly. If I was a brother, I'm telling you, you know how to be having that. Gonna take the first. Is Ben Simmons gonna take a three pointer? The parlay. The parlay. Yeah. You better parlay on him taking a three. Stop. No, no, no. It won't be that. Hey. One made, let me tell you something. A one made three pointer from Ben Simmons will probably be like plus 900. So take that. And that's that's uh, that's $900. You can flip that and get what that's plus 900. So, like, depending on how much you put on it. So, you say, let's say it's let's say you put 10 on it, you probably get like a smooth $85. So, you put 100 on it, you get an 850. Come on, Ben. Hit that three, dog. <laughs> You've seen the videos. He's capable of doing it. He really is. Ben Simmons ben, and LeBron ben James are weird people. Very. In, in, very. This, in, in this aspect. LeBron James is left-handed, but everything he do is right-handed. Like playing basketball wise, it's right. <laughs> that's no, that's no, that's no funny. That's me. My mom taught me, my mom is originally a lefty, so she taught me how to shoot. With my left, but I'm dominantly right, so I do everything else with my right hand. I'll still cook you though, don't mind you. But no, you won't. You but, won't. No, I'm not. I'm not listening ben to Simmons the is, Chill out, Edward Stone. Ben, ben Simmons is the same way. Ben Simmons is right-handed. In this nigga is Ben Simmons. He don't shoot. He just drives. This nigga. <laughs> Mid-range boy. Mid-range. He don't shoot. He just driving. I'm in there like this. But no, I think I think the first round should be very entertaining. Memphis is going to shock the world. I believe Memphis is going to win the title. You riding that flag? You riding the Memphis flag? We got Memphis versus. Hey, yeah, Memphis. I think versus, Memphis is going to win the title. Uh, so Trying to think about that Luca injury. We look at we were saying we was looking at Memphis. So we looking at Memphis versus Minnesota. Odds five. That's five. a four. That's I four. I'll take Memphis in that. That's a clean sweep. It could be, but I give him. I give Minnesota a game. Yeah, because Anthony Townsend, he gonna get one. He gonna get one. But Townsend, it was a get one together. Yeah, for sure, it. for sure, for sure. That's it. But Just the thing one. is, I'm, it's I'm game in, three, Minnesota. But Memphis leads the league in point, and mm-hmm. Memphis leads the league in steals, blocks, and rebounds. Like yeah, defense Jackson fast Jr. break transition. Animal. Think about this, Matt Young. So that fast break transition is just in. They like. Oh my they god, bro! They were playing whoop that trick in Memphis and in, in, in the fucking form. You know, they was playing whoop that trick. That's you been like that mine. since the grid and grind era. The original How am I just era. hearing it? Go back. I'll send you a clip. Go back to uh, the Zach Randolph era. Yeah, it's a, a clip no. on YouTube. Yeah, it's a clip on YouTube where it's where they changed whoop that trick to whoop that clip because you remember they had a beef with the clippers. Mm-hmm. Whoop that they asked, clip? Oh yeah, my that's, god. Wow. I'm glad they didn't make no remix for the thunder. Whoop that. Nah, it's just I'm whoop sorry, that, that thunder. Nah, it's whoop that clip, bro. It was whoop, whoop that neck. I'm telling you, bro, that shit was wild. See, I don't like I was being, being, being in there. What did I say earlier? Night, crazy. 
and this was a regular season game, bro. Mm-hmm. This was a regular season game. Nah, what y'all? Um, wait, the Jazz and the Mavs are going at it, right? That should be another goodie. Donovan versus Luca. Luca not Luka playing. Luca hurt. Luca hurt. Luka hurt. Yes, bro. His you know seen his sneakers. You oh, seen his use? Yo, his no. I, I think those is joints like his. Yeah, Luka have kicks. They saying no, those. They, they misworded it. Those okay, are IEs. He just had his his logo on. Those are oh, the IEs, the 11 low I IEs. I thought that that's what they were. I mean, I was saying, looking at it last time, and I'm like, yo, because they had the gold print. I'm like, those are the lows. But when I seen it, they was like, oh, no, these going to be his new joints that nah, they're going to I'm nah, like, nah, okay, then nah, maybe that's why he had nah. the symbol on it. But Hold on. Shit, crazy. Crazy. going to go digging the crates. Crazy. Like, what my niggas, uh, Steven Tyler? Crazy. Crazy. That was Steven this shoe. Tyler. Yep, that was this shoe. Yep, it just I had, had the, the it just had the Luca logo instead yep. of the Jordan logo. Now show, show him the show him the side the side of it. Now, mind you, all of that part was like all of it with gold stitching and all of so that. Like stuff, the, brings it out the, totally different. It made it look like the elephant print. Different. You can't see it too much on here, Mm-mm. but the elephant print on here is all black. So on that joint, it's like gold glittered in that joint. Brand make it look like some Aztec print or some shit like Th- that. This bro. might be my upset special. I'm not gonna hold you. I think I got uh spite Taziki sauce, Dwight Howard, and Donovan Mitchell with the six game upset. Shit, don't be surprised if it be uh five. Yeah, if Luca don't play, if Luca not hundred percent, yes, because who who's the Mavs big? Uh Gobert is gonna eat all yeah, series. That's what I'm saying, bro, like. If real talk, Luka don't play. Don't be surprised if it's four. Yeah, Luka don't play. It's a wrap. Spencer, no, I give five. Spencer will get you one. I'm not really. Ha- I still don't really fuck with Spencer Dinwiddie because he, he he dipped on Brooklyn and it's like good. There you, you do it now. Like, you thought you was living it up in Washington, huh? Let me stop. Let me stop being a hater. Live your dreams. <laughs> uh, Philly. No, Philly's uh, top. Philly got four. Toronto. Philly got Toronto. Yep. Uh, how do we call that? Sleep on Toronto, man. I got Philly in five. I already called it. Can I ask y'all a question about Toronto? Because I was debating with somebody in another group, right? Ari, Q know the ledge. Because I'm about to jump on the ledge. Q know the ledge. I'm about to jump on the ledge right now. Oh, shit. Did y'all see the Kyle Lowry statue outside of the Air Canada Center? No, I didn't know he had a statue. He had he had a statue. He has somebody statue. posted it, and I wow. saw and and I commented. I was like, Kawhi needs one right next to him. Kawhi deserves a statue right in front of the arena. Okay. No. Yes, they weren't winning with DeRozan. You know that. You got to you got to think about it, bro. The statue only was there for a year. A statue comes and with and look legacy. at what he did. He bought bro, a ring for sixty games. Legacy, bro, oh, fuck that, bro. If I play off run, bro. If I come, if I come to your motherfucking city, become mayor, and you know what I'm saying, give y'all fix all y'all potholes and leave. You're gonna be. But you changed the culture. You you added you impacted the city enough to change the culture. He brought them niggas a ring, dog. Something right. they could not do before him. So that means he deserves. Or after him, he deserves one before Vince. 
Did Vince get y'all a ring? He, he didn't get him a ring. Put that team on a map. Did he get? Did he win them something they never had? Um, Loso, um, I'm not with you on this one, brother. He was only there for a year, and he played 60 games. Jared, the impact though, impact yeah, was 60 games, and if I'm not mistaken, before KD was dancing, hopping around, and popped his don't do that don't do that they were gonna win that no 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 they were going to lose toronto uh, was definitely about to lose bro don't don't kd had 18 in the second quarter when it happened 18 they were also down three games to two 18 up 12 they were down three games Cooking. to two one KD. matter of fact, they were down three games to one. That was game six. No, it was game five. Game KD. five, and then they won that and they lost in six. KD was cooking. Kawhi could not do nothing with that man. He was he gonna was go shot for shot with him. No, he was not. Yes, he was. Kawhi had like 12. He was going to, but he did it. Kawhi had like 12 with him. Bro, not in that span that KD was going off in, bro. He, he should have could have would have. He got the ring though. It's not should have could have would have. It's literally like you see what was happening. It's literally you can flip. You can flip the story to when Kawhi got injured versus the Warriors. We knew that motherfucking San Antonio. I mean, it was San Antonio was about to win that series State, until yeah. Kawhi got injured. The same thing. So then I ask you. I ask you. Does KD deserve a statue in Golden State? No. no, that's Curry's home. That's, that's two home. rings. You don't that's get those Curry two house, rings bro. without him. Curry built that shit before him. You don't get those two rings without him, though. What about that's... the ring before? That's that's that's, that's even what? that is in question because Kyrie was injured. Like, okay, look, listen. Even Steph that Curry before. is a two-time MVP, one-time unanimous, three rings. And has been drafted by that team. Think about the money he brought to that bro, team. Bro, Kawhi is the best two-way player. One bro, of the best two-way players we ever seen. Think about the revenue he brought to fucking the Warriors. Yeah, that's this awesome. Every time Kawhi played, it was prime time. Bro, all anything Curry does is prime time. Jared, I'm talking about the that Raptor season, that Raptor season, Jared. The nigga can shoot a shot from the fucking stands and it get it hits the internet. Curry got a defensive player of the year award. Two of them, bro. No, he has an oh, MVP. Does Kawhi, does Kawhi have an MVP award? He got a Finals MVP award. Unanimous. Does Lowry MVP. have that? Unanimous. Wow, Unanimous, bro. Come on, what are we talking about, bro? Kawhi did. Kawhi. Wow. Kawhi is always going to be a what he did. A wild Toronto, boy. What he did in Toronto boy. will always be storied from the shot to the win. It's story statue. No, bro. But you think it's tainted because should have if this would have happened this way, if this no, nigga was playing, if this nigga was healthy. But the story is still the story. You know what I'm saying? Like he still etched his name in the, in the history books. Hey man, no championship is tainted, bro. Except the Lakers 2020. That's not tainted. Bro. Yes, it is. It's bro, not like the Lakers was the only team to that go through the bubble, bro. Like the whole that whole 
playoffs was in the bubble. That's everybody. And like, y'all only stay there because it's half of them niggas ain't even want to play. Okay, so Jimmy Butler was about water? to die. Nigga, nigga was like this. You know how tired he was. Exactly. So just, that, tired niggas. Most that only tells you that niggas was really putting in work. No, nah, I'm not. These niggas that. is away from their families. You prove my point. Niggas don't want to no, be there, Ari. All they got is basketball. Niggas ain't want to be there. You remember when the bubble happened? Niggas ain't want to play? Yeah, but Lakers Bro. was one of them niggas, and look who was in the finals. Because they had LeBron pulling him by the ear like... Hey, LeBron, LeBron was one of the people who said he didn't want to do it. Why, why every coach LeBron played for get fired? Let's talk about that. Uh, why, 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 switching why, the why are you switching the subject? Yeah, that's what you're doing. Good yeah. God. Let the narrative God out there. Don't out there to the narrative God, right? Oh, right. gosh. Good God. I should have pulled up earlier, man. Y'all needed, y'all, y'all needed an appearance. Your hair, nappy. Your hair too nappy right now to be thinking you that slick. Hey, whoa. Wait a minute. Was that a... Whoa. Easy, buddy. Hold on. Gotta be goo over there. Don't be mad because my hair is luxurious right now. They got the Cat Williams. I got the D'Angelo's right now. I got the yo. I had to, I had to check mine out, man. Shit was itching like crazy, wasn't it? Like a muzzle. <laughs> so oh this shit is killing me. It's killing me. Hold on, hold on. Tight. So let's see what else we. I mean, Milwaukee, Chicago, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, easy money. Shout out Marcus, man. Y'all had a good year, but nah. It, it, the second half was nasty. They didn't beat one. Injury really fucked. They didn't beat a playoff team, I believe. Right? They didn't beat that five hundred. No, one the top three teams. They haven't beat anybody that's worth something. You think Levine injury got exposed? The road nah. that you still can't handle the team. Lonzo, the Lonzo, Lonzo injury. The Lonzo, Lonzo injury. is that the one? problem. Mm-hmm. Defensively, it hurt him. Mm. And you ain't got no point guard on the floor. Bingo. So what separates what separates John Morant getting the adulation that he gets, even though he's injured, versus DeMar DeRozan and the work that he's putting in in Chicago? Um, that he's not getting that type of adulation. Because he was, but it just stopped. No, nah, he was getting it, but yeah. The fact that Memphis is a number two team in the West, coming from being a playing team last year, doing it without Jaw too for most of the year. I think it went like twenty and two, twenty and two without him. Twenty two and two. See, like the the Rosen started off hot, player of the week, player of the month. And then that second half of the season, he stayed hot. It was just, but the team didn't. Yeah, it's just the fact that when you got a lot of injuries like that, and injuries to key positions, where Mm the Rosen is a scorer, he's a bona fide scorer, bro. Like Mm -hmm. no, no if fans or buts about it. He is a scorer. He gonna get that bucket. But when you got all your, when all your defensive players are injured, and the guy that runs your offense. Like to get you easy buckets, it's injured. It's gonna make an effect on your team, bro. Damn, Memphis, man. the way Memphis plays, Memphis plays fast. Memphis plays high transition basketball, bro. Like it's gonna be get a stop and go. We ain't gotta do too much half court sets, bro. Get a block, get on the floor, pass, pass, alley. We could very well see Memphis and Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals. 
Um, real quick question. I think we kind of skipped this. I forgot the um, winner loser bracket version. So you got we had uh, you what we got we got San Antonio. You have um, New Orleans. So if San Antonio goes, they will be the nine slash ten seed, I guess. Well, they will be the ten seed, and we got the Minnesota winning. So that'll be pretty much San Antonio or New Orleans versus Minnesota. What you calling it? First the Clippers. So it'll be San Antonio. It'll be San Antonio versus. Well, we we all had Minnesota winning for that. Um, LA. Clippers. So Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota would just versus, Minnesota would just go to the seven. It's no say. Um, okay, okay, so, okay. Yes, the seven, winner eight. The winner of the seven eight game is automatically the seven seed. So they okay. So whoever loses the loses faces. plays the winner of the nine ten. Oh, okay, so the Clippers would face that. Okay, I got you now. I got you now. I'm still getting used to this playing tournament shit, y'all. It's trash. Still getting used to it. Yeah, it's. Not I mean, it's fresh though. I mean, I, I like something fresh. If 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 we if after down the line it, it it's not what we want to like, then switch it back. But I like I like some shit, some fresh shit in the NBA a little bit. I like what they did in the bubble. If you're not closer, if it's not like a two 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 and a half game limit between the nine ten. To get to an A spot, then they shouldn't be able to play. This should okay. just be okay. Now I see where you're saying they switch. I like the game. intensity. Like it brings a different kind of a, it brings that old college ball intensity. I didn't know they switched it up like that. Okay, I got you now. All right. So like so, it should be like a game limit because I don't think if you win 32 games, I don't think you should be able to have a chance to get in the playoffs. No, you should be automatically be eliminated. That's a losing record. It's kind of a participation award. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so fuck that shit. All right. They try to so like I I get it, like you try to make the regular season feel important, but just shorten the season and put the motherfucking get the shit right. You seen what uh Adam Silver's trying to do? He's trying to do a regular season tournament. I hate that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> so early predictions. While we got predict, what are y'all picks for? I think you said. Sleeper for Memphis as the winners of the of this uh, championship. But who's yeah, your who's your for sure lock though? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Los, what about you? I'll pick a West and an East. West for me, I say Memphis. And then East for me, I'd say <sighs> it's hard to pick against Brooklyn, dog. It's either Brooklyn or Milwaukee. Brooklyn or Boston. Brooklyn or Boston. Milwaukee might go back to back. Legacy purposes, that's Katie really good for y'all. KD gonna hit that three this year. No, he gonna pass it to Kyrie and Kyrie gonna hit it. He ain't have matter. that. It don't matter who hit it. The mother motherfuckers gonna hit that bitch. For real. Um, <laughs> if me, Memphis makes it to the finals, I'm going to a finals game. Uh, my life I think you have to. It's only right. I'm that's history. I'm going with Reese and them boys, man. It's going to be. Shout out Reese for sport. Hashtag That'd be sport. crazy, bro. Like the Tony Allens and all them niggas that put in that work, man, to see these young niggas do Mark, that shit. I'd be crazy. Marco Powell will be there. Powell will be there. Zebo. Yeah, whole Gang squad. activities. But me, um, yeah, I'm going, um, I'm going Brooklyn all the way, man. Going Brooklyn all the way. I think we got. I think we still. I think we got the 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 drive for it this year, man. Like the niggas, niggas, niggas said my nigga Kyrie could be outside. It's up. This ain't part time Kyrie. Either. He gonna cook. Yeah, man. He gonna lock them red eyes on y'all. And it's up. 
Brother oh. Kyron attacks. Uh oh. That's right. <laughs> nah, that's that's Kyrie Sebi. That's not Kyron. <laughs> Brother Kyron is in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and then give you the speech. So, yeah, like moves on. <laughs> but uh yo, man, let's move on to this. Uh speaking of TV, let's move on to this this Bel Air season one recap, man. We are finally finished with it. The the pilot, the vision that we seen on on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you've seen it, it finally came to fruition. Peacock, NBC Network, as I call it. No, it's Peacock. You relax. You gotta chill, man. You, you put too much emphasis on that C. But anyways, <laughs> name of the channel. But anyways, that's not the channel. It's called NBC. But anyways, oh, <laughs> anyways, we got the we got it here. Is it came out? What we got, man? I feel like we got more than what we expected to an extent. And like ten episodes. I ain't gonna lie. I really feel like I didn't really get a bad episode from this season, man. For real, for real. No. It, everything it kept you. Thinking about well, how did it connect from the past, or oh my god, this is feels so different, or it's a little bit more raw. Like it's all of that came into this season, man. And I, I gotta give um shout out to the creators and and Will Smith for you know saying letting these people take this idea and you know saying take bring it to the world, man. I think like, he had a hand in it. Yeah, man. From from the casting to the music to the scenery. They knocked it out the park, man. The visuals was amazing. Also, like I just wanted to give a shout out to them because once again, the black, this black, beautiful family that they gave with a lot of new actors for me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people probably remember Coco Jones from Disney era, but other than that, man, there's a lot of new fresh faces for people, and they were oh, all man. great to see, man. Um, what were y'all thoughts you were real quick about that th- this first season? Um, what I liked about this, what I liked about this rendition of bel-air was that they didn't like yeah the 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 banks were the richie ritz fa- ritzy family mm-hmm. but they didn't whitewash them like the original they they kept it black excellence they were themselves uncle phil was listening to tribe called quest with jeffrey like instead of the fucking classical music in the original like they didn't whitewash the black family I love that. Like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it kind of was the exact same thing. Carlton, yeah, remember, remember, remember him and his mom? Remember his mom was dancing? Remember he was dancing to the music and shit? And Will ran down like earthquake type shit. Like Phil, Phil had a good music. But are the first two seasons he wasn't doing that? He oh, was yeah. uppity Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Will let got everybody to break out of their skin. You know what I'm saying? The first two seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I believe, was one of the one of the seasons was he went down to the pool hall. Lucille, he broke out Lucille. That's right, when so you seen Yamacross. That's when you, yeah, that's when you seen Yamacross. So like, that's like, wasn't, Jared, you know what I mean though. They weren't really like. What I'm saying is like, all right, so no, they weren't whitewashed. They didn't whitewash. But, but Carlton was still Carlton to an extent. Mm-hmm. To an extent. Uh, Hillary was still Hillary to an extent. Nah, she but wasn't dumb Hillary. We'll get into that. They made her so <laughs> you, no, you are right, they just made her a modern day socialite, and the uh, modern day socialite really ain't she's talking about the only fan. No, I'm saying, like, legit though, like, if you think about what Hillary was. 
back then Hillary was a popular a popular socialite socialite like that's what she yeah. was this what this Hillary is it's and this version of yeah do you really believe a lot of those influences on Instagram like like I really liked it like, in real life what you mean kind of like uh always happy on the go active yeah like yeah like and that, that ain't that ain't Nah, we see that she's going through it. We see it on the show. But what I'm saying, like, it's the same. Like, what we saw with Hillary from Fresh Prince of Bel Air is basically a modern day version of what this Hillary is. But she's a little more established, though. Wouldn't you take this Hillary? Like, remember the episode where she um, took the job as the caterer? And you mm-hmm. see the pressure of it and such like that, how real, like the real life pressure of it outside of just wanting to have a job and such like that, on top of finding like they even get into the weather girl type. Yeah, I, I like how they, pressure, but her and Jazz's relationship, I like how they like took that to a different direction. Yeah, so real quick, all right, so we're going character side, all right, so talked about Phil and uh, Uncle Phil. How did you guys feel about the Aunt, Aunt Viv in this um season? I'm glad I me personally, I'm glad that they gave us uh, a strong black woman, you know what I'm saying, to kind of fill in that whole vibe that we missed with, you know what I'm saying, the first um mom and such like that. But I feel like she gave us vibes of both, like the chill vibe of the first of the second mom, but that attitude that can come out too of the first one. I think uh with this with this unveil, you saw more of the first unveil in her. And you kind of got more of a a backstory with her, cause the first unveil, uh, in the first series, she was a history professor at a college, mm-hmm. and you didn't know she danced until the dance episode, but that was mm-hmm. it. But you ain't hear nothing else about it after that. And then when they, you know, when they switched unveils, they kind of really didn't go into what she did. They took all of that. Yeah, they took all that away. But this one, this new one with this modern day version, I like how they, you know, brought her past of how she was an artist and how her friends, you know, you know, kind of pushed her to be artists and all this type of shit. Like I, I liked it. And I, I think it was dope. It gave you more in depth of how she felt. And then when the whole her and Phil getting into it about the campaign money, mm-hmm. all that, bro. Like, there's a lot of trust issues between them that that they they showed us through the season. That was like that was their conflict of the story. They didn't the have that united front from the original series, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it in in the original series too. So like that, if you really watch the you original barely series, barely saw the like, fight. But you know that they fought. Like they wasn't always uh, happy go lucky with them too. There was one time I can remember where, and it was. Not even the set, the first Anviv, the second Anviv was when you really saw them like where Phil was like in hot water. I do you remember that episode, right? Yeah. Like you didn't see that with the first you Anviv. Saw, you saw it. You just you probably don't remember it, but you saw it. It was on there. Like it wasn't as in depth as it as this was. Which I mean, it's a we gotta remember what the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was and what Bel Air is. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is a after school special. Yeah, it was a comedy. This is a drama. Like it's gonna be some different aspects of everything. But the fact that this drama was able to touch back to all of the 
old shit from Be- Fresh Prince of Bel Air and still keep it something different but something the same is cool. That's why I like it. Yeah, that I think this, this family definitely like I feel like with the I feel like they would always show for their relationship was like you can see the brink of the family breaking on the cusp of what their relationship was. Like if they're not on good terms, then the family's not more likely on good terms. If they're on good terms and they are they're gonna get the family right type shit. And when they like and I like how they showed that throughout the season. Um you was bringing up the ashtray um episode. Yeah. Um, I like that from what the little bit of seriousness they gave us in the that like the original which is Will going back home. This version was way more deep. It was deeper than rap. Like son feel like yo, you kind of made this facade of you was gonna come back after this shit. You know what I'm saying? After everything cooled down, I got shot and everything over this shit. Now you're saying that you're gonna stay out here, like what the fuck? Like, where was I in any of this situation? Right. And you really seen that pain between two friends going separate ways and lives show on, on screen like that. And for a lot of black kids growing up, we've had those moments with childhood friends where you just see our lives kind of going different paths and such like that. And you kind of have those moments where y'all just, mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't have those conversations. You drift away. You yeah, drift away. Where, you, where you literally like, you're, you're breaking up with your best friend. Like a, a relationship is a relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you really don't see those moments because a lot of people don't have it. It's just, y'all just drift away. You stop texting or calling each other. You just don't see the homie no more. You know what I'm saying? Until you running like, what you up to, man? Sh- shit like that. Until was, a funeral, which is the fucked up part. Right. I think that's good to see. I think a lot of um, black kids and just a lot of kids in general need, was to see that moment that it's okay to have those conversations, have those moments with your friend where it's like, time to move on. You know, that was a good, uh, that was really, it was really good moments like that that they showed throughout the show for, 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 I, of that age group. I really think that that they pushed it like their breakup as a friendship was like wild crazy to me. It was scrapping. It was fighting. Literally like throwing hands with each other. I just, I didn't, I didn't like it. I just because because I feel like because I mean in modern today in modern day, like if that's your man's, that's your homie, that's your boy, that's your bro. Like no matter what is going on, I feel like even kids today, I feel like they don't do that shit. I mean, some kids have a resentment with you. Know what I'm saying it depends on the person too. That like, too, but I mean, I'm I guess I'm speaking from experience because I haven't like my best friend, which. Uh, quick story me and my best friend birthday is like seven days apart our birthdays were supposed to be on each other's birthday so mine was supposed to be may 7th and his was supposed to be april 29th born a week apart from each other went to elementary school together middle school together then i switched middle schools and then a year or two later he moved to maryland and never came back to memphis but like it wasn't no, oh, you left me, like, in Memphis type shit. Like, it was just, oh, nigga, you in Maryland. Like, whenever you come see your pops, you know, I'm here. I can understand you on that. Like, I just, I, I guess with me not ever going through that, and I was like, eh, I can't. I guess it was the roughest point of Astray that he wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Remember, he, was, he, he came there just to be like, 
yo, just come out here. Yeah. Chill. It was a difference pretense. He thought he was going to go there to grab him. I think it was just a facade he felt like he was given. You know what I'm saying? The dream he was sold. But other than that, I agree with you too, where it's like, Sometimes, like you said, you, you could be at peace with that move too. Like you know, you want that betterment for your for your homie too, because you know that your the environment you're living in too. Um, we talked about uh, we talked about Hillary. Um, shout out Coco Jones. Talk about a person that became a star out of this show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. She mean from the Disney era. From the uh, what was that joint with her and um, Tyler James? The- Let us sing. Yeah, let us send through like a little battle rap shit. She signed like, a Def Jam too. I just found that out. Yo, check her out on the um Terrell show, man. She be on there singing, man. She just did um, she just did come and see me for once with party next door cover on there. Beautiful. She looked so beautiful, man. She's up there for me, right? She she didn't hit my top four. I, used to I be like how they um I like how they like with Uncle Phil, like with Uncle Phil, they portrayed him in the original as more of like the patriarch. Like he wasn't like he didn't assume the role of like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix. He didn't assume that role. That was Aunt Viv role to be the fixer. I like how in this rendition, he became like the. The fixer. Oh, I got you. Like at the end when he yeah, he dropped out of the race. A lot, bro. Like he, you gotta think about it. It he was wasn't really the fixer. He put he put Will under his wing, bro. He did that in this rendition, bro. He just said the whole pool hall scene, like he's going down that's there. That's what he had to go get his car back. It's one many, of many many instances one where, of many. <laughs> but. No, like the, like this Uncle Phil was. I felt like he was the same Uncle Phil, but just like it was. There's more compassion. He wasn't. He wasn't judged. So more chinks in the armor. There's more compassion judged. with this Uncle Phil. I feel like. I feel like yeah. you see more chinks in his armor with his trust, the way he he would be pressured in politics and like, like you see him had to take a lot of choices and have many crossroads. That you didn't really dive into with the original Uncle Phil with the politics and such like that. We've seen him go the race and such like that, but you didn't see the ins and outs of how the reaction, him going certain stances with, you know what I'm saying, defunding the police and how that affected shit. Word. And yeah. you know what I'm saying, how it, how it started affecting with the kids and all of that nature. Like they didn't dive right. into those things. That's right. Just think about the original, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is all about Will Smith. It wasn't really about Uncle Phil and everybody else. Like you really didn't see a lot of scenes with Uncle Phil by himself unless it was with Jeffrey and Will. And like you would see Will eventually in that scene. Like it's never like a lot of these scenes in this show, you didn't see Will in a lot of them. You didn't see Will cook them either. He wasn't cooking them like in the original. Because he wasn't fat. But he's bald though. Where bald jokes at? He had he tried a couple of the first episodes, but after that, man, that shit was it was dead. We didn't even talk about Jeffrey yet. Hitman. All right, let me tell y'all. Jeffrey is Jeffrey. Jeffrey is the same Jeffrey from this from the first one to the last one. He never did nothing, but he knew everything. Yeah. We didn't know the background in the original. Jeffrey wasn't that sarcastic. They definitely made him more serious. 
they made them serious, which was because yeah. it goes with the show. But the Saint Jeffrey was how Jeffrey the butler was uh, never really doing butler things, but always knew it, all the business with all the kids and everything. True. Yeah, very true. Very true. He knows yeah. everything. But let's keep it tall. I think all of us, it was fan service to see this nigga was damn near like a hitman, though. Like, that shit was amazing. That was dope. But what have made it even better if his dad was Joseph Marcel? Put this nigga in Blade or some shit like that, man. This nigga lit. This nigga in the MCU, bruh. Put this nigga in the next, like, Put him in the MCU? <laughs> this nigga hey, like, next 14 or some shit like that, man. Did y'all see the picture with Jeff, yeah. both Jeffries yeah. in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the beach. This blackness, black, black, blackness persona. What y'all, what y'all thought about Mario in the last episode? Um, I, I thought. Think, it was, go ahead, you go first, Jay. I think Marlon is underrated as an actor, and nobody thought that he could do shit like that. I sure didn't. I put me on that list. I sure did not. I mean, a lot of people remember, like one of my first movies I remember seeing him outside of like the Wayans Brothers. The scary movie was like Requiem for a Dream, and I was like, oh shit. Like this is wasn't he in above the rim too playing a serious role? Kind of sorta. Kinda sorta, but it was yeah. you know Requiem for a Dream was like a really more serious type of like hallucinous, hallucinogen, hallucinogenic that movie's not type dream state type movie. It was very serious. So I was like, this was where I feel like he started trying to take more of those roles. And it's kind of like you know how people get typecast and shit, and you got you know what I'm saying, give you how you live, but it's good to see him kind of spin the block on shit like this, you know. I like this. Good. I kind of like that episode as it being like they went from I will you get to sit down and talk to your pops, talk to him man to man or you know boy to man, whatever you want to whatever you want to roll. Because these niggas was doing rich kid shit, drinking like it was. No tomorrow type shit. They had their euphoria sprinkling. That's what you put <laughs> sprinkles on there. Especially but, Carl, uh, he was sprinkling something. Boy, that boy was sniffing a lot of Sandman. Sandman. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, like leg- legit though, like just the the interaction between them two. How for a while you were like, oh shit, they gonna get along, and then it went back to. Oh, you did this, and oh, you did that, and oh, your mama. He took his bench. Like he took his bench. But 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 let's let's talk about that. But once again, that last episode when he went to Lisa's house, and you seen that that emotion that he had, like yo, nah, like you gotta I help me find him. Will. Like, yo, nah, I need him, like because he was he he held me down, like bruh. You talk about a baby face turn. That was an ill baby face turn, Bro, like just. Throughout I almost that, forgot he let the white boy say nigga. Bro, like Carlton knocked it out of the park. I know a lot of people hey. like clowning him. And did you such on did the you internet, catch did you catch the I, money he dropped I in his pocket? His props. What was that about? I caught that. What was that about? You caught the money he dropped in his pocket. The money clip. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was he that about? I mean, he knew wheels finna run. He knew. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It's just. It was just while everybody was still arguing. Arguing and such, I think he just knew Will was tired and he was like, All right, he's gonna do so. I'm just gonna make sure he's gonna do him, good, you know. Like, what I mean, I, all right, you remember from Power when um Braden he was supposed to go take out Lori? I think that was her name, Lori, Lori, right? 
light skin girl. All right, so if you don't, I don't watch Tariq. Well, he's supposed to go take her out, but instead he made she just like, yo, take this, go make sure you're safe. All that such whoopty whoop is like. Sometimes you just like you just you just know what somebody's going through, and you just kind of like I know everybody is irate. Like you gotta think about it. Everybody's thinking about the situation. Carlton was thinking about Will. You know, like he he was he was thinking about it, but he's personally thinking about what like I want your best being. I know there's nothing much I can do for you right now. Be good. I can, I can get his money, even though that probably wasn't the best situation. Right. That's the best what he could think he could do at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Remember, these are teenagers. But he knew I, Will was there for him too. Will, even with him treating Will like shit, Will was still there for him. Mm-hmm. It, just like the original shit. Nah, I yeah. think it was Carlton no. didn't have that animosity with Will. I think they were just no. like snapping he at did. each other. No, he did, but once again, it was in them early seasons. But slowly but surely, they started getting cooler. You started seeing by the college se- seasons, they were cool. They were living together. Did, all they was doing was just all he did was just snap on them. That was it. You know what I'm saying? That was it. Yeah, I mean. You gotta think about it though. Like I like I like when people was like, This ain't the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm like, it's not, it's a drama, bro. It ain't supposed to be real. So, but them still touching on everything that happened in the original show was dope. It was like a dramatic take on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which was crazy. Dope and writing. It worked. Yeah, because Chicken and George wasn't gonna mush uh Will Smith like that. <laughs> Wait, what? Chicken George. I don't know his real name, dude. That's the dude that played his father in the, in the show. Yeah, but uh, oh, Ben Vereen, Chicken George. <laughs> but yeah, oh, but yeah, oh boy, like the shit with Carlton was the same shit that happened in the first season. How Carlton felt like he was the man at Bel Air Academy, mm-hmm. and Will came in and started doing everything different. And it started even seeing the trickle down to the family, where he started feeling like he was getting outcasted from the family. Carlton never felt that way in the original. He you don't did. see it, bro. It just you, Do you just, remember. I uh, you remember the basketball game, right? Yeah, where he missed a shot. Okay, let me tell you. You, know, you remember why he took the shot? Because everybody came to see Will. They forgot mm-hmm. about Carlton. But like, Jared, it, it wasn't cross game. It, was it wasn't game. a theme it wasn't an underlying theme for the show like in bel-air it is it was for a couple episodes and then you kind of just it that's, it was it was but once again this is a drama you're going to get more in-depth storylines more in-depth dialogue to to guide you to this shit you know what i'm saying the in the in the sitcom is there but that's not the main that's not the energy we're trying to put it's into the department we're trying to put all that into you know what i'm saying I they're going to show you through facial expressions and the little bit of score that they give you where it's like the doom type shit, like where you see it's a sad moment that he's feeling, you know, like little things like that. Yeah. But in the, this drama, you're going to get it through the dialogue, through the through the scenery, through all of that extra shit, you know? And once again, I think that they gave, and once again, shout out to them for giving most of this, this character progression that we got from the original shit in two to three seasons, they gave us to this in all at one. one. Yeah, I really got to give him credit to that. Great pacing, I mean, great pacing. Uh, a whole high school year, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's because when fine. he came, he came through. He came through like in the middle of the, like right in the, in the summer. So well, it was always hot in LA. So I right, right. Place. He came right. Probably we'll go with because basketball August, season. Basketball fall. season. So it's September, November. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He came in September. Well, they haven't hit prom yet, have they? No, 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 no. Yeah, so they probably still in the school season. They're in the school year. 
Yeah, they're still probably still in the school year. But yeah, man, I think they definitely um Carlton's character progression so amazing throughout the show. I, I mean, shout out to that act. I want to what is his name, man? Because once again, I feel like he gets a lot of hate on the internet from just how because the way he looked. And like once again, though, like it's <laughs> Bro, when it first started, nigga Carlton was the most hated. Yeah, he, he let the white say That's why I gotta give him his credit, man. By the end of the show, Carlton is a hey, Carlton, my nigga. That's dope, fucking that's my writing, nigga. Man. Like you talk about, like, bro. If WWE is looking for motherfucking right, go find these niggas. Y'all looking for the wrong motherfuckers? Uh, find only these niggas, because you talk about character progression once again. Only Sholatan is the gentleman's work. name. Beautiful work. Only Sholatan. I believe he does music. Was it Ali Sholatan? But no, shout I out believe to that, he man. does music, bro. Nigerian, he's a Nigerian-born actor. I believe he, I believe he do music. Yeah, because the singing what? part threw me off. Because you know, usually when they do it in a show, more than likely, them person can, people can actually sing. Like, damn. I, I, like, okay. I believe he does music, bro. Check it, check his shit out. I believe right, he does. Man, nah, nah, I peeped. Yeah, they, they say he's a producer and a singer. He's a jack of all trades. All right, dark skin Rotimi. He might get a egot by the time he's fifty. But nah, man. Like I said, once again, he killed it on his in his fucking role. Dark skin Rotimi sounds terrible. Don't curse him with that. <laughs> but um, once again, another character progression. I gotta give a shout out to once again. I want to give it to um for the uh, Coco Jones because just for what we like I said, what we thought we were gonna get with Hillary, and then what we got, and with, like the scenes from with her and um Viv and talking about just gaining that freedom as a woman and such like that and. Her and the conversation she was having with Ashley and confiding in her and, you know what I'm saying, talking about, you know what I'm saying, sexuality and such like that. And um, what was, I mean, the situations with her in the influencer house, which I'm still new to, you know what I'm saying? And it was- Rilo? Nah, it was um, this one kid from New York City, him and a bunch of other dudes, they were in his crib just doing a whole bunch of different videos, something my niece was watching or some shit. And I was like, what are they doing in this crib? She was like, oh, they all live here and shit like that. And they get paid for that. Actually, I think another person, remember to do Funny Mike or some shit like that from Wild and Out? He looked like a really skinny NBA young boy. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh, shit, turn my shit off. But anyways, but um, he had one of them type shits too. But long had a couple of young people I've seen on the internet do their little videos and shit. But I would like, I always like to good to see shit that's going on in the world that people are probably not privy to, bringing into cinema so they can get some type of idea of what it is, and they could probably go and look really into, go look into it after and shit like that. I mean, that's what I know I do. You know what I'm saying? But that was a cool thing, and once again, kind of getting more in tune to what a socialite in 2020s would look like, and it's just an influencer. You know what I'm saying? A socialite back Damn then, fashion. <laughs> Into the hottest music at the, all the parties with the movie stars, all of that type of stuff. That's the same thing these influencers are doing. You know what I'm saying? Or are striving, striving to get into those positions. You know, you know what I'm saying? Think about the Logan Paul, the Paul brothers, or you think about motherfuckers. Those niggas came from Disney, didn't they? I don't know where them niggas came from, bro. I'm gonna keep it tall with you. They went to Disney, then YouTube, and then they started yeah. boxing. Think about DC Young Fly, like. Where he came from, you know, what I'm saying Drewski, like a lot of these people who've been moving and shaking through the man. internet and see where they are now. But long story short, King, that was a cool story King line. Bach, King, King Bach. Bach. Uh, oh my god, man, he came up. He's oh, a vine legend. My girl named uh Quinta uh Brinson from um 
from um, yeah, Abbott, from Abbott, Abbott Academy. Yeah, he I'm got money. He you got are. money. Fine. Five, ten seconds, six second videos. Now you got your own show on April. Come talk to her. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of them out here, man. Like, yeah, dude. man. I just think like shout out just, to Clint Coley, man. Clint Coley, one of those, man, where he's podcasted uh comedy tour on the way. It starts this week, actually. Yeah, so, so a, lot of, my, a lot of people moving my, and shaking, man. And it's good to see they showing like, yo, for these people that's in the millennials of the age that, yo, you're showing them how, like, how these people are getting to it. You know what I'm saying? For the old people that don't get it, why they doing it, they're showing you how these people are getting to it. You know what I'm saying? The good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? I love how they show how, you know what I'm saying, she doesn't want to over-sexualize it, but sometimes you got to do certain things to get the hits. Mm. Sometimes that's not really what you want. And you Boy, know, did all she the look things that go into that, man, it was so great to see that, man. Seeing the seeing the, the the decision she had to make, and how she was all gun ho until the motherfucker started talking money, and mm-hmm. it went back back to that that old Hillary mentality about the dollar. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans, no Victoria's Secret. Think, I don't think it's gonna get that far. Yeah, it was a Victoria's but, Secret, if Jared. It's we talk about OnlyFans, Victoria. No, 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 no. I know the Victoria's Secret thing is what it is. I'm saying I don't think that she was gonna get to the OnlyFans part. It's relevant to today's time. I don't think she's gonna. Ha- that was the point. That's why she stopped doing. That's why she was trying to tell us she wanted to say because that's not her. True. Remember she's cool. And it was good that she was doing cooking videos because that was Jazz her. was speaking life into her. That's good. But then when I think about her doing Victoria's Secret, you know, the first thing that popped in my head, the episode where she was got invited to the Playboy Mansion and she was mm. in Playboy. And then yep. Phil got the Phil got the the video and uh he yep. was sent to the sent to the, it, uh, the magazine on YouTube. I remember was, that episode like she was the, they didn't air it a lot. She was uh she had the, the clouds covering up so she wasn't naked in, in Playboy. So Hillary like it follows, like I said, it follows the old show. Like subtle hints that you, if you're a real Fresh Prince fan, you will remember them type shits. If you're a real wrestling fan, you know that Jamie Noble got kicked out of the Playboy Mansion. Tony <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. I think it's funnier that Ed, Jamie Noble oh. got kicked out though. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Please tell me you have watched the Playboy documentary. I've been hearing about this. Is yeah, Amy the one with the um the girls from the Girls Next Door show, or one of them is one like, of them? On one there? of them. Yeah, yeah I'm not Holly, that Holly, Holly Madison. Yeah, I gotta see that shit. I've been hearing about they that. Nasty. He was Her, on some yeah, nasty shit. Yeah, let's talk hey, about hey, that. Yeah, hey, call, hey, call hey, that hey. white man for a shit because they want to call all these other black men. I'll call let's call him off on the shit too. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Uh, nasty. get you get you some episodes in, and we're gonna have to talk about it, bro. Oh no, I'm I'm with that. I'm. But no, nah, man, shout out to um Belair season one. Like I said, it's, it's a lot of upside to the show, man. I'm ready for season two, especially going off that cliffhanger with Will Smith and Jazz, no pun intended, on a cliff and just looking at the city and just seeing Will and just, you know what I'm saying? And I told you about it before, like just me not having a father, like that situation, how he just kind of had those just moments of just like, damn, that nigga really a fuck nigga moment, like type shit. It was really like good to see and kind of like you kind of do need that clarity because not everybody's gonna get that shit. And I love the chat that that Jazz was having with them, just you know what I'm saying, 
being that big brother for him, you know, that he needs in that moment. Mm-hmm. And like I, mean, I said, I love, I love the jazz that they have it here because it's not always joke. Like he, even with Hillary, he was put, putting her on a real game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even he was putting in work with Hillary though. I love but, that, bro. I was championing that shit. Mildly jealous, but championing it. We but might get the Cino episode next season. But just just the, the jazz thing, bro. Like jazz really was Will's best friend, bro. And mm-hmm. that's kind of you know how it went in this show. Like it was they're the building same. it. They they're really building it. They're building it they a couple times. They, they they're building it. They don't put it on screen, but yeah. you can see like Jazz yeah, knew exactly. First moment. of all, Jazz knew exactly where he was at. Right. Yeah. Ain't no he, way you ain't no way in hell you finna tell me he know exactly where he's at and they not best friends. No, nah, you not. No, I feel you. I feel you because even thinking about the moment, like I said, he's there for me in them clutch. It's moments just not. It's just him. not on screen. Yeah, because when he needed a yeah, will, will back to Philly, Hillary. Yeah. I mean, he was he was he, he was there for him when he was ready to dip back to Philly. You know what I'm saying? Uh what other moment he was there for him? Uh like they just I don't think they're just showing he I was there at the beginning. He brought he was the cab driver. Yeah, I don't think they're showing the wheel and jazz dynamic as they showed in the original one. Because there's so much other things there. they're focusing on too, though. Yeah, That's like mm-hmm. you I remember we didn't even see jazz a lot like that in the show. In the, in the show anyway. So it's you know, you just knew. Jazz was Will's homie. Like that was it. Yeah, they, they might be something out. they might focus on more next season because they once again they establish a lot of the relationships in the house. I think they're gonna start establishing outside relationships. We're gonna start seeing more new characters and things like that. I'm really interested to see where Will and um Lisa go because a lot of people are wondering what is it that she had to tell them? Is it that she loves them or is it that she pregnant? That's what she I'm She pregnant, baby. She pregnant. She pregnant. I can't wait. This shit gonna be lit. Okay. She goes to tell him that she's pregnant, and he's like, "I'm moving back to Philly." He go back to Philly. This, but that's what brings back. him back—the fact that he's having a kid. That's what brings him back. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I think he might. I might. She might tell him why he's in Philly, type shit. Yeah. And he's gonna come back. Yep. I thought we were gonna get the return to Philly this season. Because remember, in the original, he left to Philly for a little bit, and then what ends up bringing him back. Is I believe well, they made a joke out of it, and they're like, Oh no, you have to come back to Bel Air because that's what the show is called. I remember that. <laughs> and, oh. they was, and they was clowning them too in the, in the town, too. Yeah, they were clowning him in Philly. Bill Bowlwear. I ain't figured that was the bully that spun him around. But yeah, man, I, I think it's a lot of upside, man. I'm interested, I'm really interested to see where it goes, like I said, with Lisa and Will. Really, the like the dynamic between Viv, wait, which is she gonna continue her art passion or is she gonna just I'm kind of chill because I love that conversation that her and Will, I mean, her um Phil had where it was like, oh no, you let me, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, let you relax and pretty much become, you know what I'm saying, complacent. Oh nah, you, you know what I'm saying, you you pretty much fed that shit, whatever, whatever. They were pretty much, you know what I'm saying, pointing the fingers and shit like that. Of who was the reason why she stopped doing her art. But just I'm interested to see where she goes with that. Like I'm I'm mean, interested to see what this whole Michael Ealy situation becomes. Like, is he gonna start? Dirty Matt God. But he he's playing real slick though, though. Like, he not really, you know what I'm saying? He plays, he, he once that situation, he backed the fuck off, you know? So I'm really interested to see what they do with that, man. Like, like I said, the next season for me is gonna be pretty much 
what new characters are we going to be seeing? Like, I think that's Does the like Jeffrey answer. come back. We I might get a Jeffrey return. The C no episode with, with, with you know Carlton has to do the bet with Will. No, Robin and Compton. Not getting no episode like that. We're definitely getting an episode like that. Carlton and Bottoms. If anything, if we do, it might be some awesome. He might get stranded out there type shit. And then he has to survive. And what does he have to do to survive? Cino. Nah, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna get that far. Uh, I think they might. I think we do get the gun. Cause that shit was funny, bro. That I do think we get the gun episode though. Carl, Carlton and Cino. That was funny. It was I'm going to get that. Yeah, that, they, all <laughs> they put the mattress on the floor like oh shit. <laughs> but no, I do yeah. think we get the gun episode though. I think they're not. I think they will be done. They get oh, robbed. Perfect. And the drug everyone dies. They get robbed. Where he get? Where he um? Remember where he does the go Carlton dance? I like to see that. If they go already back on TV, it, I like to see them mix in that with that. That's true. He is already on it. He already on the drugs. Now, yeah. now, this is what it. This is what's gonna happen. What I think. What I think should happen. What you calling them? Gonna find out. His parents gonna find out, and they gonna he gonna faint or something. Something he gonna OD some shit. <laughs> oh shit! They gonna find out, and Will already know, and he not gonna say shit about it. He gonna, gonna, he, gonna it. he gonna hold it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I hope they kind of dead the um drug the drug shit with um Carlton after the season. But I remember it was only a, it was only a one time thing with the, in this in, the, in that episode and they drug it out for a whole season. I think after this turn, like we give us something, give us a new challenge for him. You know? What if that's how he's coping though, low key? But that's the thing. He will. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because Carlton is a little. Too I don't want that to be his right sympathy now. crutch. You know, like I get it for the first season, but you need a new challenge for the next season to keep us intrigued. All right, but you ain't gotta drag it out, but you gotta at least get caught with it now. Yeah, you gotta address it at some point because his parents don't know. Okay, I got you now. I got you. I got you now. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. You gotta close the chapter on the drugs. Like we gotta get him into I'm with you on that. It's a rehab center or whatever, whatever gonna happen. We gotta do something. I'm happy how he had, you know what I'm saying, all his uh, friends checked the uh, racist-ass white boy, too, man. I'm glad we did it, that shit. Doing the shmoney dance. Yo, my man's face turn is amazing, bro, man. Carlton's face turn is one of the best things I've seen in a good while, man. Good while, man. But on that note, man, I think that's about it for that, man, because it's a foof. I, mean, I can I can talk about the all that shit for for, for days, man. They, they nah, that show incredibly written. Like, shout out Will Smith, all the, you know, everybody behind that. Incredibly his kick game too, by the way. Oh yeah, Will's Will's kick game. Oh yeah, he was cooking. He was cooking. I am going to hold you. He was when cooking. his mom sent him the pairs of shoes from his house, like he was when he was opening them up. Oh, I didn't I, like that. I thought Will I hated should, that. I, I thought Will I hated it. Why you didn't like that? Because they was in the wrong boxes. Oh my god. I thought Will. <laughs> And I thought Will should have blessed them with the gold ones too. Nigga, dog. Should have blessed them with the friends and family gold ones. But that's the friends and family. <laughs> Are you seeing the ones? That's a funny up. name. What box was that? He opened up. I want to say it this was nitpicking a, ass nigga. Like it looked like a four box. It, it was the, the whatever box. Boxes kind of switch up sometimes though. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a different box. It was it was like a blazer box, but he opened it up and it was a Jordan one in it or some shit. Like it was wild. Like the, box the Jared in the house mad as shit. What the fuck? I was. Because <laughs> if you're gonna do some up. shit like that, if you're gonna do some shit like that, like come on, do it right. I ain't even peeped that. Put the right shoes in the right box. Don't just bring me a blaze a, a random box and then pop open and some fives in there. Like, no, that's not it. That's not the box that's supposed to be in. Man, them piggy is hell. <laughs> I just bought yeah. me a new pair of shoes today, by the way. I don't know if y'all seen it on Instagram yet. What'd you get? What you got? Some trainers, man. Some bow, some some Bo Jacksons, bro. The green oh, ones. Oh, I did see those. You got the green ones? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Them shits are so cold. Them shits are so cold. Are these right. the earth tones you was talking about, Ari? Nah, something, something else probably. I don't know if y'all can see this shit. The tongue, it's crochet, by the way. Ooh. The swoosh, corduroy. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We need to have a kick battle. You and Ari, man. We need to have a kick battle soon. Ari, Ari don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you see how he looked up at his, at his rack, right? He looked up real quick at his rack. I got a little shine, shine. He was like, <laughs> a shine, I don't want to do that. It's, it's just a little, it's just a little razzle dazzle. I'll I'll pull out the under the beds for Ari. Under the beds. It's just a little razzle dazzles. That's Them the note boxes. No I'm boxes, jealous no of both of you niggas because I ain't even a sneakerhead like that. <laughs> Just, see, see, look. See, I'll, I, I'll pull out. I'll pull out an old classic that I don't wear. Oh man, that should look crazy. It's it's the infrared for me. I like the infrared. I sound like one. I sound like the girls now. It's the infrared for me. Boy, it's shout out to one of my OG favorite skaters, Zoom rookie shout out to Eric Austin, Tony Hawk. I see Eric you, Austin SBs. Yeah, Zoom I like that Ricky color. Ones. I like that 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 blue that. Bright blue, there's something about that, like that Superman, that Superman kind of hue. I like that. Shout out to Penny Hardaway, man. You know, all them just foams, yeah. Nah, these zoom rookie ones, bro. So, this is uh, his rookie, his rookie shoe, basically. So, nigga Jared Slick, he had that shit of readily oh, available. Oh, he was like, I had. I have worn these in like three weeks. They just sitting under my desk. Nah, but you pulled them out like this. Like, oh, they're right here. <laughs> Let me see what Ari finna pull out. I'm gonna go pull out something. Uh, hold on. Nah, nah. Is this is a kick battle right now, man. It's going at it. I'm gonna get ready to I go. just keep these eyes just because, you know, still got the new shoe smell. Still got the new shoe smell. Oh, what Jared gonna pull out? Time out. Sometimes we just we just chilling. We just chilling. We just chilling. Man, you just showed us those. Oh no, no, never mind. Let's go, goat, baby goat. Oh, we got the them LeBrons. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, man. This this shit here, man. Boy, I wish I could partake. Hey, Loso, man. You should. I don't know. I just. You had a pair of normal. 
I was just wondering. I was just wondering. You know, one of my favorite lines is when Jay Z said he bringing a four five back like Jordan. Mm. Okay. I mean, which playoff series do we want to go? Yo, y'all pulling out heat right now. I mean, you brought the playoffs. Uh, ah, uh, you playoffs, brought. Though. I just want to know what playoff series we want to go. Ah, ah, ah. See, you know what, Ari? You lucky I'm not in fucking Memphis with the rest of my shoes. Ah, that's where the storage at. <laughs> I just keep these handy. I just keep those handy. But I got, I got a little some, a little something left in there. That's the equivalent to my car in the shop. That's what that is. <laughs> N seven dunks. Oh. I like, I like, I like. And the last, the last one I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a shoe that is not really, uh, it's not really heralded like you know, like what people are doing now. And you really can't find this shoe anywhere unless you plan on paying like three, four hundred dollars for it, man. Uh, Nike Zoom GT cuts, man, like. That's a this. It's a basketball. Oh, shoe. that shoe got some colors on them. This is what you see the NBA players wearing because this is probably the best basketball shoe out I right now. Move up close for that. Hold on, gotta... oh, those are nice. Zoom GT cuts, man. Best basketball shoe on the market, bro. No lie. Next to the Kyrie Sevens, probably the best basketball shoe on the market. You probably keep those on nice. Uh, I hooping these actually. Are you hooping those? <laughs> yeah. I mean, shoot. But the thing is, you can't find a pair for under three hundred dollars, and I ain't gonna tell you how much I paid for mine, but it was not three hundred dollars. But mm. the soul in this bitch, Lord Jesus, these hoes are so comfy. Make your bus early. You know what it remind you of? All right, this remind you of the Kobe sixes. You know how they mm. the drop the drop sole. Yep. Yeah. Yep. your foot. Yep. I remember. I remember. I used to play. I used to put those shits, like shit like that on my uh my players on the game. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play my. I used to play my sneaker dreams on NBA 2K. But I mean, that's what I do now. But I ain't gonna lie. That's a cool story. It's a cool story. Wolf Grace. Cool Grace. Oh, cool Grace. Cool Grace. It's been a little couple gray skies in Buffalo, so I just thought. Oh man, that's that weather looking like that's gray beautiful. skies in Buffalo. Oof. That's beautiful, Ari. But um, we had to go to Japan. We just had to go to Japan one time. We had to take it to Japan. I right, listen, man. Get your bars off. Conversation at the shop. Kick battle coming soon. <laughs> coming man, soon, man. Man, look, man. It's a lot of stuff that I could put out. But uh man, I have a pair of shoes that neither one of you probably will ever have. <laughs> he got the invisible Marcus Houston's. Nah, never those. Those are trash. those are the, those are visible women's. Give my shoe with respect. I had those. <laughs> Sweaty as hell. <laughs> I wore a sock. Those are, horrible. <laughs> those are horrible, man. Those was a hold on. Hmm. Where is it? At? There we go. Let me put it on the screen real quick. Got you. One. It's two pictures because I don't feel like finding them and pulling them out. <laughs> oh, he ain't even got them there. So does that is that a point for Ari? I think. 
No, nah, it's 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 just not really readily available at the moment because they tucked deep into the closet. <laughs> God damn. You know how that goes. That was a slight flex, too. You caught that, Ari? That was a slight flex. <laughs> Ooh, well, could it be? I can never be mad at I can never be mad at Gerard because he's wearing a Duke hoodie right now. So <laughs> I just gave him shit for that. I can never be mad at him. Since one of you a Duke fan, I thought you'd be a Texas fan because KD went there. I've been a Duke fan for a pretty long time. I used to play with them like it, it the only things usually start with me with video games or some shit like that. I was playing with them on an old college hoops game, like back in the day. Nah, Duke Duke has a little they have a couple all NBA teams they could pull up, but they got some they got some motherfuckers. Tatum, yeah, Tatum is one of the main ones. Kyrie, another one. Tatum, Tatum, Kyrie. Uh we don't even talk about Zion. We don't have to. We don't no. Alright. God damn, Google. Gerard looking at a screen like Google CTE Man, Google won't let me share my my photos. Oh, Sonya Deville is the next number one contender for Bianca's title. That's trash. Could be a good match though. But speaking Man. of wrestling, shout out motherfucking Wheeler Yuta. That motherfucker, you talk about making a motherfucking star in one night. Yo, that match was Man. intense. Him and Moxley went the fucking war, bro. <laughs> he went, they went to war. Like, and I've seen some Wheeler Yuta matches. He gets he has some good matches, but that was a war right there. You talk about when Moxley said. We're gonna have a fight. Dumb niggas had one, bro. He you know who he reminds me of? Curb stomp that nigga, bro. He remind me of ZSJ. If ZSJ was like, no, no, he's nowhere near. <laughs> like the, you don't think you don't, you don't think so? Like the, that style, that same style. Nope. Sorry. You got you got your wave below. Closer, closer to him is uh. Jonathan Gresham. He's size wise. I don't. You talk about style. Uh, oh. <laughs> True. Man, what shoe is it, man? So I can pull it up, man. That's the the transformation ones, bro. The transformation chambers. The purple post transformation ones, bro. Cause it won't pull. I'm finna send it to. I'm finna send it to one of y'all on Facebook. Lakers player crashed butt first into pregnant adult film star Riley Reed. Why she close dead close to the float? Who number forty? Who who is this man? So you send it to the chat. That's crazy. Well, shouldn't 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 have been saying nigga, because she she was saying. Nigga. Just speaking of transforming things, my last little show off. It's my little coveted baby right here. 
Nice there. Yo, that shit look. I love this shoe. I think so you much. showed me those before. Them shit is clean, man. I call these the wind snakes fly. Shout to my inspiration. Gum bottoms, baby. Gum bottoms for the win. <laughs> I, I would have called them like the killer cams or something. See, I love pink, but this is my inspiration from the wind pigs fly. Um, SB Dunk. They didn't have suede. They only had snakeskin, so I went yeah, all snakeskin. Took me back to the old days of Air Force Ones before they got scared by PETA. <laughs> For real, but them niggas had them niggas in a boot shaking, bro. Niggas say, oh, there take you go, all bro. the alligator and snakeskin down. I got it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> these, are, these, these, they started snapping with these ones because these was very slept on. Very slept on. I, I like some of the zip the zip joints, yo. For real, for real. I'm just, I'm just a dope. Yeah, man. I had to. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice. Mm. That's those the low nice. top. The low, low. They look better as lows, bro, than they do as highs. Does that blue change color? Nah. I got oh. you the second one. Yeah. That's yeah, they look totally different from that that side too. Got y'all with one that second. And this is for the sneaker lovers right here. The sneaker lovers. <laughs> they probably going stupid right now. Shout out to my bro Mo Kicks and Bruce Lee, man. Y'all make sure y'all go follow his YouTube page. Jared gonna be jealous as hell. We we ain't add him into this conversation. You'll be all right. These are the high tops. So you see the zip, you see the zip right there, Los? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. People have always wanted this for Jordan 1 for the longest, where you could just be able to do that. And because sometimes you just want to do, wear a low, you want to wear a high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Separate yeah. the lows from the mids. We did, so we did a, a I'm on I'm featured on TikTok on somebody's TikTok at work. Uh <laughs> they said wear some heat. And I came on TikTok with one low and one high on. <laughs> I had to stun on niggas. Hey, but you should have seen customers in the store when I did it. Like I walked in with them high, and then like uh she was like, uh, this is what you wearing today? I'm like, yeah. And then we did the TikTok and uh she cut out the part where I unzipped it and made it a low top. My customers was like Oh, they go from high top to low top. Like, yeah. For shoes, I always like something that's always a conversation starter. Always a conversation starter. Like, I love my classics, but a, a shoe that could be a be like, yo, what the fuck is those? I need those. Now, I ain't talking about no crazy looking shit, but for that, for me in my world, you know, what I'm saying? I like wild colors, paint, all that type of shit like that. That's me. I I, I got some Air Max like that, but I don't feel like get keep getting up and shit like that. But yeah, there's KDs in the closet. Easter KDs somewhere in the closet. Happy, yeah, I got a lot. Of happy week shit. ass Easter. You know what I'm saying? For all the people that's going to be having that fun with that shit. Easter week as hell. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Man, it's a kid holiday. I got Friday off. That's all I care about. It's not a kid holiday. Let's just throw that out there. Let's I got Friday off. <laughs> I'm just saying. We. Nobody I, think. I, I don't talk religion, so I, I really don't Nobody like that. This is my theory. This is my theory. Nobody think when he got in that tomb, 
You know what I'm saying? He's just, you know what I'm saying? Got up and just like, I, I'm good. <laughs> it was like, yo, right? That's just like, yo, these niggas gone. Whew, ate that mm. shit. Just like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Dip. Then they just come back like, oh, he's gone. Oh my like, how did he leave? I'm going to stand back here. They I'm just saying, bro. This is, this is like Jesus Christ we talking about. This dude can turn water to wine. Like, you think he ain't eat that shit? Like, come he on. He can turn water to wine, bro. Like, hey, hey, first he can of walk all. on water. Have y'all seen the black Twitter shit? The black Twitter where it was like, uh, if you see Jesus getting jumped, what would you do? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I do the same shit he did during slavery. I think it's it. This the same man that turned water into wine. I'm trying to sure he could turn a rocket to a Glock. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was just him versus all little motherfuckers. He had to get out how he had to get out. He had to get out how he had to get out, man. Son. <laughs> Bro, this shit is wild. I tell you, bro. my man, that this dude is, is wild, a motherfucking bro. splinter yeah. cell, bro. Happy Easter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter. Splinter Speaking cell, bro. Of, hey, this might be my post on Sunday. That John said, you see Jesus getting jumped in the street, what you would you do? That man, this dude said, he's died and come back before. It'd be all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all telling me I'm not tripping. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, my theory is set. Then I'm good. Oh my god! <laughs> Black people like shit. He faked them all out, bro, and just did. He like, played possum. He played possum. He thought they was dead, bro. You think who was gonna sit there and watch a tomb of a dead guy? They're probably like, all right, man, he dead. We out. You know he pulled Ben Guerrero. We'll come back in three days. Nigga said, not knowing he left on the first day. Like oh <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. Nigga said, isn't he supposed to have 12 friends? Where are they? That's what, but bro, those wasn't really his homies, as you can see. Judas, like, Judas fucked them all. Bro, like he had to think he had to go in survival mode. Man, y'all, I'll be too high sometimes, y'all. Yo, Gerard, you already know what it is, man. <laughs> Gang shit all the time, man. Hey, Conversations man. at the shop. Get your bars off podcast with another one for y'all, man. For, for the head tops, man. Y'all got Bel Air recap, sneaker battle, and an Easter. Oh, man. Them Come Jesus on, jokes, yo. Come on, son. <laughs> we only talking about white Jesus, y'all. Yo, this nigga chair. <laughs> we only talking about white Jesus, y'all. Yo. But yo, man. <laughs> Again, know, man. I'm starting to think it's him. <laughs> <laughs> yo. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I can't wait to Easter Sunday now, man. Boy, this hey Easter it's Sunday up. gonna be wild. It's gonna like, be somebody gonna somebody gonna report my page Sunday. The ham won't be the only thing roasting. Woo, it's up. I'm about to be watching the Ten Commandments. Now I fuck with the Ten Commandments movie. No funny. Shout out to Ten Commandments movie. But anyways, though, man, Rod, you already know what it is, bro. Let them know where they can find you at, bro. Hey man, combos at the shop, bro. Y'all know what it is, man. Uh, everywhere streaming, all streaming platforms, man. Artist Spotlight dropping tomorrow at five. I got three more interviews lined up this week, man. Hey, (laughs) if you got an artist, bro, that you just, you know, you think they need some shine or something, bro, like you think they need some interview help or anything, bro, just send them my way, bro. I'm talking to, I'm talking to any artist, R&B singers, producers, rappers, nigga, if you got any type of talent, let's talk. 
this rap. Let's just have a conversation and let's, you know, get some more eyes on your product, dog. Uh, you know, can I get verified on Instagram and Twitter? Combos at the shop, Instagram and Twitter. We there. Big sure you already know, man. Family shit, man. Love you, man. Love you, man. We see you on the next go round, man. Dope debates. Always, man. Alrighty, bro. On that note, man, we're going to close out with the wave, man. And get up out of here, man. That was a good show, man. That was a really good show. Got you some album reviews. My cheeks hurt from them Jesus jokes, nigga. Them niggas niggas had me. Pause. Pause. Oh, wait, wait. You got to. That wasn't what I was trying to say, though. Yo, my CTE acting up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yo, my wave is um I played this group on here before, but they dropped a remix album to their um album, their Grammy nominated album. Um Hiatus Coyotes, um Blood and Marrow remix. Um, give me a second, let me go to it and give it its full credit. This is the Blood and Marrow remix by uh well, actually that's by the original one actually. I want to play the original version, but it has a remix album with a lot of dope joints on there, man. A lot of dope joints. Check that joint out. Move variant of the remixes, but I'm playing the original Blood and Marrow. Blood and Marrow. That sounds so like morbid. <laughs> ah, it's is is you like you survive, bro. Give me a second. Sorry. Actually, here we go. Oh, now what I expect. Singing napalm. That's, that's tough. Napalm. Salute to napalm. to the blood and marrow. 
I be having to look up and shit, bro. I don't know what the hell chrysanthemum is. It's, it's a flower. See, that's why I love you, bro. You always be doing. It's a flower. That's why I see why you love lyrics so much. You're a lyrical miracle last night. You love them big ass words. Nerd. Nerd. You fucking nerd. But nah, man. That was my been my little wave. I just love that hook, man. You can get through to the blood and marrow. I just love this. Just so the, the vibe, title right? threw me off, but when you play yeah. it, I was like, yeah. But I'm gonna put you on. It's the remixes is some dope little vibe. I'm gonna put you onto this one joint called Sparkle Tape Breakup, but it's the Mind Design remix. Yeah, but the Mind Design remix, five. Give a little quick little sample. Just how it sounds, real quick, real quick. Then we out of here. Matter of fact, now I'll show you after we get out of here. We out of here, man. Cause y'all been here for a long enough three hours and man. Get your bars off podcast. Follow us to get your bars off podcast on all platforms. Get your bars off pod on Twitter. Follow me at Ari Starks on all platforms. Lose let them know where to follow you. At the underscore marketable one on Twitter, at King underscore cap29 on IG. Remember to follow, follow, follow. Look for those videos on Spotify too, man. We yeah. have the clips on YouTube for y'all. That like and follow, subscribe, subscribe, man. We need them likes and follows, man. If nobody's watching, what we posting for? But we're gonna be keep posting because we really want to. We really need that support, but we really need them likes and subscriptions too. Let's keep it talking. We need that. Get us to one hundred, man. Get us to one hundred. Just a hundred, man. Come on, hundred. We gonna work from there. But on that note, get your bars off podcast signing out. Shout out to our boy Gerard on the check in, man. Playoff talk, all of that good stuff. Bel Air, all of that, man. And on that note, we out. Bang. Let me send you these.